0: Here I am in the place to be. Mr. KMB You can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy, your mama pop. What up, y'all? KMB
1: the Sexy Ninja in the place to be for C Plus Studios, and welcome to the Sexy Ninja cast. Also, um, this is powered, this is fueled, this is motivated by CrazyHoodies.com with a Z. Crazy Hoodies, designs brought to you by Big Daddy. You should go check out the Big Daddy Forever podcast and also the solo YouTube channel, um, Big Daddy of C Plus Studios. Go click and give him some likes and subscribes. He's got great advice. He's about to turn 50. He he has, he has, if that's a word, of knowledge that is contained in that big, beautiful, sexy, bald head of his. Go check out his podcast, Big Daddy Forever. Um, you can also send him questions you want answered or anything like that. Like I said, it's a great podcast. If you are new to the Sexy Ninja cast, it is broken down in three. And I'm saying three, three, three categories. Um... The show is about me, more or less. Um, and the first part of the show is about my week, what I learned from it, a little bit of motivation for you, because this week was a doozy. I I like using that. I like that. Actually, I should make that shirt. It's been a doozy, because I say that a lot. Um, second part of the show is the news. He's been on break for the past two weeks, but he's back. He's back. The news is back. So... You won't have to listen to any more of my terrible music. <laughs> uh, and third is the main event of the show. It's either a review. Uh, lately, it's been uh, Popflix takeovers for the two weeks in a row. I've been going to the movies a lot just because uh, it's movie season. You know, uh, COVID didn't give us a movie season. They just put it all on streaming services and stuff like that. But now everything's back exclusively into the movie theaters. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so my week, <laughs> doozy or not, has been testing, and I and people ask me how how you know. At one point, I told people I was like, I am depressed, and I am what's it called, um, uninspired, uninspired, and depressed for the past week, and that's just. Uh, a, a, a mental thing in my mind. I haven't really been doing much of what I love to do. You know the the Juggalo vlogs. Uh, yes, I've been putting out the sexy ninja cast. Uh, usually do silly stuff on TikTok. The snack me. You know, if you are you follow this channel, you follow C Studios in general. You know where we're. Or I was always putting out some form of content, some form of anything. And I don't know if anybody's noticed for the last few weeks or last month or so. There hasn't been really no Juggalo vlogs. Uh, I just dropped one yesterday. One man crew. Much love, much respect. But it... it, it I don't know. I, I, I got in my own head. You know, the, the biggest thing I have, my biggest problem with myself is I get in my own head. So... And then I started questioning things. I overthink things. Overthinking things is probably the worst thing you can ever do for yourself. So if you cannot overthink things, try not to. Because I overthink things all the time. <laughs> <coughs> and then I was sick. And, you know, it, it it was just an ongoing, like, rush of just negativity. But last week, we got, got to get away. If you remember last week, I said we were in Phoenix. Went to the zoo. woo um, I was going to share some of that footage with you all this week as the main course of the podcast, but a lot of the footage didn't come out the way I wanted it to, and um, it, the, the audio is terrible, so I'm trying to restore that in any way, shape, or form possible, so we shall see, shall we, you know, if, um, if I can get that uh, out there to you guys, I took a lot, I mean, I... I was the, I was the dad um, with the camera, Ooh, filming everything, everything, anything you can think of, I filmed, I filmed what we ate, I, I filmed so much, and that's why it made me very sad with all the footage I can't use at the moment, until I work my magic, but that will come sooner than later, yes, yes, but something happened to me yesterday, no, what's today. So this drops on Sunday. This happened to me on Friday. <sighs> Did you hear that? Sound like a dragon? <sighs> That's how. Like I'm, I'm at the tail end of me being sick. At the tail end. It's almost gone in the wind. Um. I I got up. I was laying there. It was my Friday. Already woke up to call outs and stuff like that. And I'm just like. <sighs> Then I just start scrolling through Facebook and all of a sudden I see somebody that I follow and I I admire this ninja and he's a very talented super ninja producer, you know, beat maker. Like this dude is just awesome. His name's Stir Crazy. And he said, yo, got some beats up. You know, if you want to check him out here, this link, blah, blah. And I don't know what, I haven't done music in a very long time. I've shared my music. I've, you know, I've put it out there and stuff like that. And so I just was like, okay, you know what? I clicked. Great prices, by the way. Uh, great prices on, on the beats. Like, great, 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 great prices. Um, and I was just going through, just clicking each sample, clicking each sample, clicking each sample. Then I came across one that just grabbed me. Grabbed me and, like, just, just pulled, you know, whatever funk whatever negative just pulled it all out and just like sparked the br- i felt like superman and man of steel after he puts on the suit and he walks out and he feels the sun on his face and he's like ah oh. you know that, that that's the way i would describe that feeling and if you have not seen man of steel i don't know what's wrong with you but but you know he, he comes out has this, he's about to take flight for the first time, but he looks up at the sun, and the sun just rays on him, and he's just absorbing it all in. That's the way I felt. And from that point, I got up, um, dropped off the kid and wife, school and work, and I got a haircut. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and um, the person that did my hair, she was like, you haven't cut your haircuts since 2020. Yeah, 2020. I mean, yeah, that's when the pandemic started, and I just decided to shave my head. And honestly, I got tired of shaving my head because I look like an egghead. And I was just like, I I was watching some past footage of me with longer hair, and I'm like, damn, I look sexier with hair. <laughs> I don't look sexy at all, bald, not at all. So I was just like, haircut, please, let's let's do it. You know, I I, I got a nice head of hair, so let's let's get it going, nice and tight, zeros and everything. And, and then after that, I I was just like, nothing like a haircut, just to walk out and be like. Huh, then taking a shower and just, just, just washing off the entire week, just washing it all off. Then I got to work. I got the hook for the song already late. I like to make, I like to put the hook first. So, and I have, And you know, if everyone saw on uh TikTok, I did tease it, but right there it is. Um, Someone asked me, he's like, why do you have it on a CD? I like to listen to you, know, people are like, why don't you just put it on your phone? I was like, I like having something physical. So what I do is I put. The beat is on here with the hook, you know, and I have it playing as I'm driving around or I'm doing my stuff, you know, and I'm thinking of lyrics now, but I always lay the hook first before I know what the song is. And once the song is done, I will share the song with y'all and the beat is by Stir Crazy. So yeah, that happened. Then I got on TikTok again. Then I I made the the review for One Man Cruel and I, I feel good. I feel good just doing something, not not going to a job where I'm just collecting a check and just it, it, it's just not me, you know. It's like you gotta, you know, I, I told you guys, you gotta um, uh, invest in yourself. That's that's the biggest thing you gotta do. And for me, mentally, I had to be like, "Yo, do what you love, do what you like." And the fact that I'm making a song right now, uh, I, it was it was one of those really cool, like, "Holy crap!" And just listening to. The the song itself with the beat and hearing the the chorus and I'm like, okay, I gotta tweak that I I got I'm getting in back into this creative mindset. And then I went back and I uh finished up some edits on the social vent movie. And I like I said, yesterday was just a big day. No, two days ago, even yesterday was a big day. Like I I did so much and and I haven't done that in a while. Just just focusing on C plus Studios and just focusing on myself. And it feels great. It feels great. It feels the bomb diggity. So people, if you're in a funk, like I was this past week, if you if you feel like you're being held down, you 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 feel the 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 amount of pressure, open the door. We'll actually look at it and just be like, huh, I, I got to focus on me. I got to do whatever that is, whatever that may be. Making music, watching a movie, you know, like reading a book. Something you feel like you haven't done in a long time that you feel like that just made you happy going by that action figure. Whatever. The funk, the, the, the negativity can be just washed away. Washed away, hands washed, and I, like I said, after
0: the haircut, after the shot, I felt like that Superman and man still with the sun beaming down on me, baby. I was like, yes, rejuvenate, rejuvenate. So go rejuvenate.
1: Get the funk off.
0: <laughs> now,
1: you've heard my rant. Hope you got some motivation from that. Hope you get pumped. Hope you get pumped, bro. Um, now, on to the news. Welcome
0: to the news. (laughs) Ezra Miller arrested twice in Hawaii. (sighs) Goodbye Flash movie. Thanks, Ezra. Thanks. Well, on the plus side, on the max side of it, the batman is on hbo max with special features great special features oh special special special. oh yeah oh yeah that's all i have to say the batman is now on hbo max and on dvd blu-ray 4k whatever you like to watch it on on may 25th physical copies And the latest, last, the finale, the finito, Vin Diesel has released the logo for Fast and Furious. Ten. Yes, there's ten of these movies. Ten. It's an X. It says Fast in the front. I see the logo. Family. Family. I can't believe there's ten Fast and Furious movies.
1: We are starting. We are we're starting, starting like and Nolan. now we're seeing the Warner Brothers and I love Nolan's intro to his Batman movies. Because mm-hmm. the first one's with the actual bats that kinda make the bat symbol. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing with the fire. Yeah. And what well, ice is in the third one, right? No, it's the buildings, it's looking up the buildings. Oh, okay. Yeah. No no no, don't with the intro, it's ice, right? that's why we we're talking about Dark Knight Rises like I, that movie's I, I you know I love that movie but I I know this one more by heart than I do the Dark Knight Rises yeah we, we were
2: having a conversation beforehand where pretty much have figured out that like we don't know the Dark Knight Rises nearly as well as we know pretty much any other band I
0: know movie. we had to actually fact check ourselves
2: and go we, we forgot we forgot what the uh, the guy who ends up being Robin's name was <laughs> For the longest time until we actually looked it up and I was like, wow, that is that is
1: sad. Gosh, the, the camera work in this is great. The IMAX, mm-hmm. you know, and being one of the first actual directors to use IMAX shots. And I think that in Dark Knight Rises, that's where it kind of got weird for me because remember, it was going back and forth between, mm-hmm. like, this is an IMAX. The aspect
2: shot. ratios, yeah. Yeah.
1: And this was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't believe it. It's so crazy. I'm just like, I was thinking about this. If Heath didn't die, what would this movie look like? Because he died before uh, production was over.
2: I thought he died after production was over, while they were doing post-production.
1: And there was supposed to be more, because I remember hearing like in Dark Knight Rises, when Bane's at uh, that jail, mm-hmm. um, Joker was supposed to be in...
2: And he was supposed to be one of the people who refused to let out. Yeah, he's like, Even he's too much for me.
0: Oh, yeah, look at that smile. You can't trust that smile.
2: <laughs> but no, and it's, I I honestly think that had Heath Ledger lived, he would have been in the Dark Knight Rises. Like, there's no way. Yeah, you
1: you have in, Him saying literally, we're I'm kind of jumping way ahead, but when he says, "Me and you are destined to do this forever," it's like it, it hits you right in the heart because you're like,
3: "No, you're not." <laughs> so
2: there's there we were talking about like best Batman movies. Yes. And I know we're a little early in the movie to kind of get to that point. But, seriously, my favorite, and I, I mean this with no joke, is Mask of the Phantasm.
1: Oh, that's good. I watched that the other day. That's, oh, that's so good. Such a good Batman movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's it's because it's a Bruce Wayne movie with Batman in it. Yeah. Which is what I think... Batman Begins? Yeah. And that's, yeah. honestly, that's Batman Begins is a really good movie in that part as well. Then you, like, you watch Justice League. Yeah. Yep. Some Batman, but it's mostly Bruce Wayne as Batman in Batcave. Yeah. <laughs> when he's not being Batman. Batman. And then, that's like, all he's all, like, and that's unfortunate because you give uh, Ben Affleck some Ask time to be Bruce Wayne that's fun and entertaining. But, then you just, pretty much the entire movie, all they, all both movies, all they had was him being Bruce Wayne is Batman in the Batcave. Yeah.
1: You know, I want him to be my accountant. <laughs> if he's willing to bust out a shotgun to be like, Yo, you know who
0: you're stealing from?
1: <laughs> yeah, the funny, the funny thing is, if you think about it, and the
2: uh, <laughs> the Joker's just like, huh, I mean, I knew this was going to be like this, but do these people that are here know this? Because, like, <laughs> you watch one of the accountants just shooting people and doing that, and you're like, I don't 100% know if I want to be part of this bank anymore. I, I
1: wonder if that's part of, like, a... Uh... Uh, you know, like trying to sell, like why you need the bank here, and he's like, "Whoa, I'll show you how far I'll go to protect your buddy. You want your assets <laughs> protected? He, he brings out this big shotgun. They're like, "Whoa!"
2: This goes? is how we protect your assets here.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, and it's a great little comedy bit before, like it was earlier when he when he goes, "I think he's out, right?"
0: Duh, where'd you learn to count?
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, everyone getting knocked off. Yeah, I mean it's. It, it's it's just it is one of the various smart things that Joker does is where he like turns all these no name mob or not mob all these no name criminals against each other. Ugh.
0: The 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 plan and all that money and no 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 I killed the bus driver.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, we were, we were also talking about this before. So obviously you guys don't hear any um any of the movie behind you, which you know sometimes we have it super quiet. This time it's muted and we actually talked about the idea of maybe not even having subtitles because we've each watched this movie so, so many, many times. So many times.
1: I'm trying to think because I put out a tweet because when I watched this the other day and I uh, I was just like and for the billionth time <laughs> yeah. I, I've lost count uh, and I told you this is my most seen movie in the theaters. Mm-hmm. 25 times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you worked at the theater, too. Well, so. I worked at the theater, too, so that helped. But yeah. that opening weekend, though, I bought a ticket for every single show. Mm-hmm. And you requested work off that entire <laughs> I know In advance, like a year, as soon as the date was announced, I was just like, I told uh, my boss, Mr. Forbes, at a time, when I was like, here. <laughs> He's like, when's this weekend? The Dark Knight. <laughs> Imagine if COVID had hit that year. Oh, God. And it just, like, you get moved back, like, oh, I
2: requested all that time off for nothing. Granted, the theater wouldn't be open. But.
1: Yeah, the 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 makeup too with the Joker, and I, I it's so funny how much of this Joker has influenced, like you know, looks in comic books uh-huh. and how it influenced uh, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix, uh-huh. you know, going with that kind of goofy esque but still being crazy, uh-huh. and not the traditional red lips, yeah. green hair, like you know, dressed to the nines. Uh-huh.
2: So, speaking of the comic books, that actually falls under the same kind of issue I have with um, the Batman stories being way too much about Batman, necessarily, not Bruce Wayne at all, is, I know this isn't true, true, but, like, even in the new series going on right now, Death Metal, it's not about Bruce Wayne at all, it's all about Batman, like, all the Batmen.
1: Very true, and I think what I really like about the Dark Knight trilogy itself is Nolan was really invested in Bruce, mm-hmm. and he, and like, the batting begins, oh, just, you feel for him, in those little moments when, when um, Wayne Manor's on fire, and they go down, and he's like, it's all my fault, Alfred, and this and that, and he goes, he goes, uh, you know, it's not your fault, he goes, you still haven't given up on me, right? And he goes, never, you know, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm
0: here for Bruce, I'm rooting for Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: well, and it's, the, the better part of it was, even earlier in that movie, when he was just like, you know... If it's my choice, I'll tear it down brick by brick. And then in the end, he's like, I'm going to rebuild it brick for brick. And you're like, "Oh." Yeah, there's a lot.
1: And and then when he finds um, his uh, dad's... Stethoscope. Stethoscope, and you're just like, ah. And I I think that is my... You know, it's the only version of Thomas Wayne we really got. True. And with his mom, too. And once again, his mom really not getting... Any lines. <laughs> it has
2: already been weird, and that's that's one of the reasons that I really hope they do do a flashpoint at one point in time, where Martha is the Joker. Oh my goodness, that's like, so great! Like get like all this time we've just kind of been brushing Martha aside, nobody really cares, and, just like, and then just make her, yeah, this. make her the <laughs> villain.
1: Oh my goodness, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy playing Jonathan Crane, um, Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Spectacular! Oh, I, I, love... I really don't like him in the next movie. <laughs> oh, and he's the
3: judge.
2: Or yeah, like, no, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking I'm not about even it. in this movie he's he that He's only good in the first movie.
1: Oh, but it's so funny. He's, he's just like he's just such a little prick. <laughs> yes. And that's, I told you my drugs would take you places. Jeez, <laughs> I they were going to take places you wanted to And and these guys, I love this crew here because I love the leader. And he goes. We have dogs!
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, So if they... I mean, granted, I wouldn't care about human life necessarily in those cases, but I would not shoot the dogs. Do you cringe
1: when you hear a dog hurt? I I do more now, especially in this one, when
0: Batman just chucks the dog and you hear a dog go, I'm like, no!
1: No,
2: there are certain situations in movies where I see animals get hurt, like, specifically dogs, more or less. And I'm like, that's sad. Like... I am legend. Oh, yeah. That part where he's holding the dog, and you're like, no! But for the most part, it depends on the temperament of the dog.
1: And I I don't think I I really felt for the dog until he went to the movie store. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're just like, damn it, he needs a dog more than ever right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's talking to a mannequin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bye. Oh, my I also goodness.
2: like how this inspires him to get a new suit. Oh, yeah, Aww. boom. But, like, you're like, look, we've you've been Batman for a while now to the point where well, it's, it's been a long year, from, yeah.
1: From what I because while re looking at the timelines, because we were trying to figure out how many years was until the Dark Knight Rises that's eight years, and this one says about a year and a half yearish, you know, until from the ba- Batman Begins when he took over. Mm-hmm. Because he literally gets the card <laughs> at the end of uh, Batman Begins, he goes, Oh look into it. Yeah. You'll never have
0: to say thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, just to me it's he's had the suit for how long and he's never thought about making it more flexible? And <laughs> until then... this fight. <laughs> uh what the heck? Uh, oh it paused. That's interesting. Oh, there, we go. there it goes. <laughs> that was really weird. That was a dramatic plot. Was, that was the superhero landing and waiting for the smoke to clear.
0: What makes you different? And oh my goodness, I gotta talk about the voice. Okay, so after, re- <laughs> after, re-watching, after rewatching Batman Begins, I'm like, that's, that's a perfect voice. Mm-hmm. The way Bruce has it, kind of like, it's that real kind of like. This level and this one's like <sighs> I'm
1: like, how how did you go well how did Nolan not be like, hey man? Yeah. Like <laughs> so Chris. <laughs> yes,
2: you remember the first movie? <laughs> the, the 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 problem that we have is that you also can't do more than like one scene at a time because your throat's
1: killed yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Radiated bills, (laughs) but you know, right here is fine. He's doing the voice from Batman Begins, and then it it just. It's whenever there's
2: a dramatic scene, actually, because when he was doing the "I'm not wearing hockey pads" thing. (gasps) I'm not wearing hockey pads.
1: Yeah, and it it always goes to like his speech at the end. Uh (laughs) You know, Harvey's dead. He's like. And I love, too, how the continuation of, you know, Wayne Manor still being built. And now he's in a penthouse. <laughs> it's a nice penthouse, though. He's
2: not in a penthouse, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you know for the longest time right here where it says Wayne Enterprises, there was a copy of this movie I saw that never showed that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't remember for the life of me where I saw it, but I've known it I never, I, this, I know that now. But this was like when this movie first came out. Then I got, you know, different variations of Blu-ray and DVD and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it showed way to enterprise and I remember my mind was blown. I was like, that makes sense.
2: As <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know also something about Christopher Nolan's Batman's movie. I know this is a little off subject, but Christopher Nolan's Batman movies that I enjoy more than the Tim Burton, Schumacher, or Snyder ones, is that Commissioner Gordon? And Alfred Mm -hmm. played much bigger roles in his life, which the original, well, yeah, the original animated series from the 90s. No, because people like that played more of a part in his life. It's not, he's not the one man army that they constantly make him to be now or in those old movies.
1: Well, that's why for me, like, after rewatching, you know, these movies again and again and again, right now, the Joker War is going on right now, and Alfred is dead. And, that impact of just, I just see Michael Kane in my head because Michael Kane is Alfred. No offense to Jeremy Irons, uh, no offense to the homeboy in the Tim Burton movies, you know, it, it, Michael Kane just owns this role mm-hmm. so much so that I'm just like, yeah, you're Alfred because when Jeremy Irons came on as Alfred, it's like, that sounds awesome and then now any circus is going to be Alfred. Mm-hmm. And
0: I, I just see Gollum.
2: Yeah. Or Snoke.
1: <laughs> Snoke.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, it's just, the, the thing is, with with Michael Caine versus Jeremy Irons, Michael Caine plays a better British-esque butler type Alfred to me, where if you were going to go from the comic books of Alfred being a badass ass kicker I trust Jeremy
1: Irons doing that more. Yeah, but we didn't get enough of him.
2: That's what I'm saying though. Is is that's that's the difference though
1: too. Is... Well, you know, and I just think of the wasted opportunities of getting a Jeremy Irons and getting Ben Affleck to be these two iconic roles, and then really just not going nowhere with them. <laughs> and now we got a whole new set, a new Batman movie with the um, uh, Pat Patterson. And, and what we were talking about earlier is like the, Robert Pattinson? Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pat um, Pattinson's a Pat wrestling person. <laughs> Pat Pattinson.
2: Um,
1: yeah. uh, Twilight Boy. Yeah. Um, they said that this movie is supposed to be adapting to Long Halloween, but we were talking about this one with Falcone and this and that, and that, a lot of the Long Halloweens in The Dark Knight and a little bit of The Dark Knight Rises. So where he where no one got his source material from, mm-hmm. with Batman Begins taking a lot from uh, Frank Miller's uh, Year One. Mm-hmm. So I will also to the to the writing of this
2: and something that this one does that none of the other ones do. Mm-hmm. They spread stories out. Yeah, like you look at a lot of superhero movies
1: now. Not Zack Snyder spread them out, but. <laughs> What are you talking about? No, like, we we're talking about flushing out stories. There's certain movies that can flush out stories. So, like, Zack Snyder had to have the ultimate cut, which is three hours to tell one full story. No, 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 well, no, no, no. This movie, I, I think I know what you're talking about, or am I not? Am no, I no
2: we, I have... you were talking about the long Halloween. I was talking about the fact that this movie kind of just tells one solid, like, all three of the movies kind of tell a solid, overarching thing about Batman's life, where then you go to the next Batman movie after this trilogy, which is. Batman versus Superman, and they try to combine the Dark Knight Rises, the Death of Superman, like so many big storylines that needed to have their own movies, where these movies space things out well enough that you're not like and, and a lot of it's original. Except for like what happened to Harvey Dent. But let's let's look at it this way. First movie, what happens? Batman is made, Scarecrow tries to destroy the place with the League of Assassins kind of being the background. Yeah, Raza. Yeah. yeah. Um, this movie. Joker shows up, Harvey Two-Face. Yeah. Not much beyond that. And the next movie happens, we have the leak back, and Bane showing up with Talia. And that's that's where things get a little mixed up, is you have Bane show up and Talia doing stuff, then the whole weird thing with Robin and the city becoming its own area.
1: and Then Roz being tied back in. Yeah, <laughs> where that one's a little more... I think that movie is much Friend. more complex yeah. than it should have been. Where
2: with this one and the one before, they're very straightforward stories. Then you cut to Snyder's, any of Snyder's, honestly, but specifically BBS. He starts it out in kind of a um, the Dark Knight Returns sort of way, where Batman is, you know, he's been Batman for a long time, he hasn't really hung up his cowl, but now he's back, kind of with the vengeance. And then you have Superman. Well, I never
1: got that vibe. He left, because he's been terrible. But he's older. Like,
2: it's one of those... Gordon himself says he's been doing it for, like, 20 years?
1: I think 25.
2: Yeah, but it's... You know, he's been doing this for so long, you really think he's going to go crazy on us or whatever. But it's still, like, the time period fits more with The Dark Knight. And that he... Or, uh, The Dark Knight Returns. And he isn't very... Kind anymore. Not that he was kind to begin with, but he was a lot more merciful. And
1: now we have this Batman just murdering everybody. Well, you know, remember when uh, BBS was announced and uh, they were like, oh, yeah, this is an older Batman? I was like, oh my goodness, thank you. Maybe we, that's some good storytelling right there. You got a vet Batman, you know, this and that. That is pretty darn cool. Then we see it, we're like, Huh? So you're telling me no other superheroes were established in his whole 25 or 20 year reign, mm-hmm. and we're barely, getting, you know? <laughs> well, seeing that's okay. So that has
2: been our problem with some superhero universes is like the Arrowverse. I know you don't really watch much into that one, or didn't really, but with Flash, oh, Flash is one of the first metahumans. Mm-hmm. Then they have to travel to parallel Earths. To meet established heroes, because, oh, in their universe, who's Batman? You
1: well, know? that, that's, and that,
2: too, is the WB. No, 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 <laughs> but that's the same thing here. But, um. This prick. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't <laughs> like him, but I think it's the funniest thing he gets to come up in, more or less.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but he, he, he that is, like, his little plan, like, yeah, I'm a. I'm a blackmail billionaire that dresses up at night and beats up pe- criminals with the bloody pole. The whole plan is to blackmail this man. <laughs> oh, fuck. <Good> <laughs> <laughs> I remember I pop star so because I love Morgan Freeman. And as the cast alone in these movies. You know.
2: Well, let's be completely fair um, Maggie Gyllenhaal isn't
1: exactly what we would call top shelf. As far as actresses, I like her better than Katie Holmes. It still is not saying much. It's not no. saying much, because I still think Rachel's a bitch. Mm.
3: <laughs>
2: I just, it's, but it's, Aaron Eckhart wasn't, he was a name at this point in time, but he was a B actor, top. Mm-hmm. And then he did this movie, and his career kind of exploded after that bit, too. But he, we talked about this beforehand, but this cast isn't exactly what you would call all star out of maybe Christian Bale. And uh, what Morgan was the, Freeman,
1: let's well, think today. Like, Christian Bale's really not as big as he used to be, especially well, this, is in this the
2: era. Peak, this is the peak of Christian Bale time, <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, if you really think about it, like, what was the last thing he was in? Like, that Ford and Ferrari with uh, Matt Damon, like, that was his last big role. Like, I remember, like, this was like Terminator and Batman, and like, he was getting all
2: these roles. <laughs> and I, I think I, I talked to you about the reason I don't like his Bruce Wayne in this. Why? Because it's too much like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho.
1: That's why I I, I have a... But why? Because he has to be this arrogant asshole of, like, the billionaire. And what's so funny is he's a little bit more subtle at at being the kind of asshole billionaire in Batman Begins. And you kind of get a big flip in this one where he's kind of like an ego
2: maniac. He's so flamboyantly evil as a, like, not evil, but, like, sinister... In a feel, you get, a, oh, I'm just going to abduct the entire rushing ballet on my trip to go here. Oh, Well, that was Alfred's plan. No, that was Bruce's plan. That was Alfred's plan. Alfred's like, hey, there's, a, well, the ballet. I thought he said, you're going to need a cover, and he goes, I've got that figured out. I, Alfred said that. Oh, either way. It still doesn't help his character as being Bruce Wayne. Or well, in this when he's just like... Is Wayne Manor in the city limits? Oh, I think you should know your jurisdiction before you, you're like, oh my
1: gosh.
3: <laughs> That's why I love
1: it. The, my, my favorite was one, one, what do you say? Uh, one, um, one fundraiser with my friends, you'll never need another cent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
2: sold me, Dent. Imagine if we lived in a world where people didn't need to be evil for money's sake.
1: Well, I love when Batman Begins is when he goes in the pool. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a pool. Uh,
2: I'm buying this hotel. He gives a blank check to the friggin' maitre d'.
1: I'm buying this hotel, and I'm going to change the pool (laughs) rules. Now, that's money. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Well, I was, like, watching Batman 60, Batman 66, and everybody knows that, Adam West. <laughs> uh, but in that movie, well, during that show, he's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the millionaire Bruce Wayne, because that was a lot of money back then. Then they upped him the to billionaire. I wonder if, like, another 40, 50 years, ago, he's
2: a trillionaire. Well, so, well, no. so funny thing about that, um, you haven't played the Arkham games, have you? I have played Arkham City... Arkham City, they make a line about that. Yes, where Vicky Vale is, seems like reporting. Where you know one of the opponents to it is millionaire Bruce Wayne. He was billionaire Vicky. <laughs> it's not the '90s anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
1: you're like, oh, well, it's kind yeah. right. of well. Uh, no, uh, no, one Batman movie that we always skip over—the Lego Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Would I would consider that top tier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you have a romantic
2: comedy, the, the romantic comedy is a relationship between Bruce Wayne and the Joker. Because let's be honest, if we're talking about our top five Jokers, Zach Galifianakis does not come into that. Oh anymore. no, I don't. That's I, what I'm saying, though.
1: I'm talking about more or less like I got to see Batman warm up lobster and go watch romantic love movies in in um,
2: the microwave. For some reason, he's warming up lobster. Yeah. And then what? was what he watching?
1: Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry Maguire. And like the little mushy parts, he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, I remember the uh, premiere, and I remember everybody, bam! Everyone was like, ah! ah! Did your Because th- you were with me, right? Mm-hmm. And remember how that theater just exploded with like, holy sh! <laughs> well,
2: and this and so we've gotten way off topic about the movie necessarily, but. This is one of the best character introductions in movies. If, yes, we saw the Joker earlier, but we weren't really introduced to him. Mm-hmm. This movie, he like with this part of the movie is when he comes in and you see him as a character finally, mm-hmm. and just this intro is amazing.
0: And that's so. I like when he goes, "His uh, suit. You should know. You paid for it." <laughs>
2: and so the unfortunate thing about Heath Ledger is that he never really, in my opinion, became a actor. Yeah. Like, and I, he I, had some I, decent
1: movies, but he was never big. I think this was supposed to... Can't, like would have. You know, this was... Remember, because when he got um, cast, everyone was like, the Brokeback Mountain guy, the Ten Things you know, the I Hate About You Know Ten Things I Hate you About guy, You,
2: The Night's Tale. The
1: Night's Tale, that guy's going to be the Joker. And it's just like... It goes like the Ben Affleck, even though Ben Affleck's not dead.
2: <laughs> but I, I think I think the better way to put that not Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck was already an established actor at that point in time. It was really big, but right? he was hated. Well, no, 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 no. But better thing, Michael Keaton. If you're going to talk about someone Well, that who, is true
1: because, like, Mr. Mom.
2: Yeah. You know, like, yeah juice? Mr. Mom? Like, He's going to be Batman? And, and then he then, was a huge actor at that point. And then that movie happened, and people are like, oh, my gosh, Michael Keaton's good actor. Do you know what? Okay, do you remember this Michael Keaton movie, Multiplicity? Um, where he clones himself? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the <laughs> one where he has a bunch of clones of himself. And, yeah. yeah. I just
1: saw the trailer for that. I was like, I remember this movie but I don't want to remember this movie.
2: (laughs) Speaking of old movies, um, so uh, recently I was looking for an old movie that I watched one time in school.
1: (laughs) Oh, real quick before you say that. Like, uh, uh, I almost forget his name. But uh, him. Spawn, yeah. yeah. He he, he was on a podcast uh, earlier this year and he talked about Heath and they asked him, like, hey so do you want to go and explain, like, did, did Heath really go crazy during the role and, you know, all the rumors and whatnot that we heard? And he goes, no. He goes, Heath had so much fun. He goes, this, this scene here, he talked about it. He goes, yeah. He goes, every time they cut, he goes, Heath would say something, like, hilarious. And, like, they, he goes, Heath was, had so much fun. And every time he took a picture, Nolan got mad at him. <laughs> He was like, like, hey, we can't, we can't, we can't see you. <laughs> we're trying to keep this secret, but he goes, Keith was just such a big heart on the set, mm-hmm. which was uh, which made me like, really, really sad, because i was just like, damn, after watching this again, I'm like, more dramatic.
2: More dramatic pausing. <laughs> I think there might be something wrong with the disc. The disc. It, I Dude, I've owned this disc since the trilogy, like, came, like about this like opening day, the trilogy, like the DVDs box, yeah. came out the box dead. and I have to have watched this thing. The movie itself has to have played over a hundred times at least. Yeah, well, I don't watch it every single time, but
1: I, ha- I have it on my brother's voodoo now. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's just like,
1: oh, click, resume, rewatch. Mm-hmm. What well, you were saying, the story you were going into. I'm sorry. Um, call me a dick. You
2: <laughs> like you cut me off. <laughs> I, I was trying to, man. jeez. Um. <laughs> Yeah, does it pertain to Batman? It should. <laughs> it should. <laughs> Not that it has to in this conversation. We are... No. Um... Okay, well, I'll... <laughs> you'll come back maybe, to you. I'll remember it in next, like when we're finally watching The Dark Knight Rise. <laughs>
1: so, you um, know You're going to remember like right at the end that I'm going to cut you off and be like, hey, ladies, I'm going to catch you next time. <laughs> or it'll be on the next part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember that part a week ago? Um, <laughs> Did you hold on to that one bit? Yeah. You, was, <laughs> was that why you came back? Because you wanted to hear what Flitz was going to say?
2: <laughs> um, we we're talking about Keith Ledger and something. But... <laughs> uh No, he, it's, he, I don't remember. maybe it was, we were talking about, um, Duplicity. Oh, you watched an old movie, that's what it
1: was, you watched an old movie a long time ago, you watched it, it's cool. Oh, yeah, so it doesn't
2: have to do with Batman, but it is kind of so funny, is, I was, watched a movie in high school, or middle school, something like that, and I went back to look for it, because it's a Shakespeare movie, called Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, yeah. From 1993. Yeah. you, you know you I know, know movie? the
3: movie.
1: Then uh Josh did a like a uh, a remake of it-ish. Like yeah.
2: No, no no no, but the premise of it is the nineteen ninety-three was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um the guy who did Thor. Yeah. And the actors in that movie for a Shakespearean movie, Kenneth Branagh. Makes yeah. sense. Denzel Washington. Oh okay. Keanu Reeves. Okay. okay. Kate... Oh, man. Kate Beckinsale. Okay, 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 okay. 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 And I think it was like the first movie with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. And you like you look through the cast, and this is the most star-studded Shakespearean movie I've ever seen. But I was watching it, and I love Denzel Washington to death. Yes. Like, he is an amazing actor. There's not really many things I've ever watched where I've just gone, eh. Like, one of my favorite thriller movies is Fallen. Oh it's, yeah, um, Man,
1: but I, I'm now thinking of all the great Denzel movies. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot,
2: but just in much ado about nothing. When he's speaking in Iambic Pentameter, yeah. and he still has his Denzel Washington his Denzel Washington voice and his um, uh, I don't think idioms. He doesn't use any of his idioms, but he still he doesn't have a different accent. Like he, he's trying to do kind of a British accent. But he still sounds like he does a Training game. <laughs> so you're like, King Kong ain't got shit on me. But you're watching this this Shakespearean movie with Denzel, who still does an amazing job.
1: It's just listening to him talk. Was that one based in like the actual time? Was, yeah. Like you know, like Because I remember the Much Ado About Nothing. The Josh. Joss Risa, one was a modern modern take patient. on it. You know, had Clark uh, Greg from uh, Agents of Shield. <laughs>
2: i like how that's what he's known for <laughs> it's it's also weird though when you think about to that actors being tied to a specific movie
3: mm-hmm.
2: like there's certain actors that if you said it most people would probably think of one movie but a lot of other people would think of other movies like um patrick stewart Picard. hard yeah. well maybe not picard but just the character of picard yeah Cause, but also Professor X, like he, he has a range of a couple things he's done.
1: I don't know. McAvoy took the Professor X away. From, uh, uh, no,
2: for me, for me personally, <laughs> I like how you got. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, and it's after like when you even with like the time when you took first class versus
1: Logan. Oh, Professor X from Logan all the way. Um, well, Professor, well Professor X and Logan's a different story because that's like it's, I see McAvoy in. And Patrick Stewart, because then I go back to like McAvoy and Days of Futures Past, mm-hmm. where he's, you know, he gave, he, he's like, I'm going to give up my mind reading powers and I want to walk. <laughs>
2: That's, yeah, no. Especially because he's, a, in the comic books, he's a strong enough telepath and telekinetic that he can make himself walk. Yeah. He could, he could live a normal life if he wanted to. I think
1: the undertone of that story in the Days of Future Past was like,
2: drugs, drugs, <laughs> yeah we're in the 70s we need drugs so how can we do it
1: well he needs to walk
2: well, so and we'll make Beast look normal again
1: yeah which I, I I always found I love that movie but I always found it weird when they kept going back and forth when he's like I'm Beast I'm not Beast I'm Beast and I'm like ah just stay Beast like mm-hmm. that's the Beast I've always known well, I, But the problem with that to me is that when, when you
2: see Kelsey Grammer in at uh, uh, the end well, no, no, well when you see Kelsey Grammer in X3 X Mm-hmm. Full blue, not ashamed of it at all. Like, he makes a comment about, you know, well, you can hide your abilities. Some of us still shed. <laughs> like, he says that, and then you're like, okay, so he, he's slightly resentful for being blue, but at the same time, he's accepted it and moved on. And then you watch these ones, and he's like, I want to be human. <laughs> well, especially in first class. Yeah, when
1: he accidentally turns himself blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I did like Kelsey Grammer coming back for her. Mm-hmm. like I was just like well, oh. everybody, can yeah, that, be, that was a, you know, uh, it was just a nice like send off, you know, for them. Uh uh-huh. No, yeah, that's I think that's how it should be done. Then we got Apocalypse. Then we got yeah. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> like for real? It's it's so
2: bothersome to me that as amazing of a story as the Dark Phoenix saga is,
0: they can't adapt that for crap. Do you remember
1: uh, when we saw well, did we see apocalypse together? No, it was just when you were in uh, the Navy. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember like to the end of apocalypse I was like ah, I think I even messaged you. I was like they're, they're trying the dark Phoenix again.
3: <laughs>
1: and we're like, do they not learn? Have they not learned?
2: Which the point the point is if you can do it right the second time, that's one thing. Gosh, I hope third time's the charm when they finally try it again. <laughs> but no, it's uh phone. It's so dated. Okay, yeah, I know. It's a Nokia though, so it will never be destroyed. <laughs> I I, li- I like the
3: pimp status of Lucius Fox, especially when he's like, here's your phone. He goes, "Have my phone right here. Idiot.
0: I like the guy who looks back at it and he's like Okay. Yeah, right. Oh, this shot right here. Oh, so good. So good. Mm.
1: Well I wonder if that's actually the cat can't be Christian. Probably not. <laughs> Unless he's Tom Cruise, then then he'll definitely be like, I'll stand on
2: that ledge. Shit.
1: <laughs>
2: or you don't realize that behind him he's literally like bolted to the side of the building. Can
1: <laughs> you imagine like like Bell's like, I'm afraid of heights and no one's like well, there is a part in this movie where you are on a it, would, it would be the second movie, too. Yeah. Like, there's a part in the next
2: movie that you're going to... Uh, Actually be? You're going to have you hanging out the side of a building for a sec.
1: What? I told you I don't like heights. <laughs> well, you're not a good Batman, then. <laughs> would
2: that that be the funniest thing if we found out that, like that Henry Cavell was afraid of heights. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're Superman. Superman! You know you actually go to space, right? <laughs> Look, just because I play the character doesn't mean I am. <laughs> I was just
1: thinking... Um, well, that's another character. Would you bundle him up like in Henry Cavell years from now? Like, oh, that was a guy who played Superman.
2: So he, also what? I mean, I guess he's played The Witcher more recently. But really, and then he was that other. He was the character in um,
1: Mission Impossible. You know, what movie I forgot he was in that Man from U.N.C.L.E. Oh, oh yeah, 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 he's the main character, isn't he? Yeah, I have. I haven't seen that movie, but someone brought it up. I was like, oh yeah, that was a movie. No, well, and I feel like that's
2: probably something that's going to be tied to him for a long time. Um, but no, no, no. Sorry, I was going to say we were talking about uh, Super uh, Henry Cavill being afraid of heights. If uh, Jason Momoa was afraid of water. <laughs>
1: Hey guys, I just uh, I just I can't swim.
2: No, no. You know what's funny? That would explain the crappy effects in that movie.
1: Oh, well, like when he dug does that weird little
2: back well, well, when when it has like we were talking about how the movie itself looked like there was like a thick glass of water in front of it, but everyone else was just hanging up suspended and it looked super fake, which it was. But imagine that if I mean, granted I know he's not, but it's going to be funny if that was actually Zack
1: yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what, Zach? You talked a lot of shit on that last podcast about how you're not using Josh's scenes. Let's see if Josh's was... alphabet <laughs> go into the water real quick. Yeah.
2: Um, but no, like, it's, I don't know, to me it's just that'd be funny if Jason Momoa was afraid of water.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love right here where you, if you really think about it, the Joker just always just been right. And I know a squealer. When, when I see one.
2: <laughs> well, now to be fair,
0: he did get taken halfway around the world. Yeah. Batman, he doesn't have a jurisdiction.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is cool. I
1: remember I was like, "Oh, that's smart." Like you, the way Nolan was like, "I want to be real." Yeah. By but the you, way, can we like actually do this? Uh, I don't know, Nolan. We're doing it. <laughs> but but you think about
2: how illegal all of this is. And how that plane would probably be shot down. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no... Oh, cool, a plane just flew right over the top of a bunch of buildings in a major city. But
0: they flew under the radar. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> People saw it. We scrambled the jets. We blew that fucker up. I wonder how much they, he paid off all those dudes. Like, hey, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Well, I mean, you don't
2: know nothing. It depends on how... I mean, it was probably incognito.
1: Well, he, what did he do? Like, when he swam to the boat, he, well, he swam to the uh, plane, he's like, don't look at my
0: face! <laughs> he's got
2: a scuba. And like, he jumped off the side of the boat, he put a scuba mask right on. Just <laughs> then he goes, hold on!
0: Uh, we need to know where we're going. Hold on, I'm trying to get something on. Which, yeah. Just took me to the bath. You're going to be doing it later anyway.
1: He just comes out of the water. He just has the cowl on. <laughs> and then, like, on his shirt, it says Bruce.
2: Chip. <laughs> Wayne. Monogram.
1: <laughs> uh, that's why, like, in the first in Batman Begins, I just love when uh, he's living that um, criminal life. And he, he's like, I'm no thief. Well, you tell the guy that you're stealing this from. It's like Wayne in the street on the
2: Well, box. and then immediately, late, like, after that scene when he's in solitary um leon neeson's just like yes mr Wayne. He's like how do you know that He's like you look <laughs> at you <laughs> yeah
1: he goes what did he say it's like
2: the world's far too small for someone like bruce wayne to disappear well he disappeared like though <laughs> from everyone except for the
1: league <laughs> yeah, and i like how uh albert so, took all his money
2: well so so something to this scene specifically the first time I watched this, when she walked in there Uh to talk to all of them and walked back, I thought something was going to happen in the time that she walked away and came back. I thought so, too. And then you're just like, oh, oh, totally. Oh, okay. The Rico case. (gasps) Good! So, someone else who's never going to be specifically tied to one
1: movie, I don't think, is going to be uh, Gary Oldman. Man, no. he. There's there's too many roles under that, belt for Mr. Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking about the professional. Yeah. Just that weird little, where he's biting on the pills and snapping his neck and whatnot. <laughs>
0: Everyone! <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: but, the fifth element. I really liked him in the fifth oh, element. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And that weird, like, when he bleeds. Like, it's it just so creepy.
2: Cause it, well, it's because of the, the darkness.
0: Like, in this, I, I love
1: his Gordon. Like, no offense to... Um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, because we really didn't get that much J.K. Simmons Gordon to begin with. Um, Which was funny, because one of the most
2: hype things that came out of that movie... How Buffy got? was, like, him in the gym, just getting ripped. And you're like... Dang, what is Gordon gonna do in this movie? And then he's in for one scene.
1: I, I hope though, you know, because I know we've had the bait over the Snyder Cut, I hope he gets a little bit more screen time. Oh. Like we get a little more uh Gordon. Because he did like if I if I went to make myself that buff for a role, and then you go see the movie, you're like, where's my shirtless scene? We're, like,
2: I'm supposed to like that's how we get introduced to Batgirl is that you know something happens in our house she walks up and I'm just wearing a towel going what is it sweetie <sighs> I just I just imagine because we watch Harley Quinn but I just imagine Batgirl just showing up and like Gordon having a rush he's only wearing a towel like hey Batgirl
1: ew no. <laughs> That relationship, you need, everyone needs to watch Harley Quinn, and it was very sad because HBO Max announced it like this, it, it's now officially on HBO Max, the Harley Quinn show, I'm like, yep, the DC Universe app is uh, coming Dead. to an end here soon, yeah, I mean, because I remember I got so mad, because I remember I messaged you, I was like, Stargirl's only going to be on the CW, they're not bringing it back to the DC app, no! No! <laughs>
2: You know what's really surprising to me in this movie? Sorry, a bit of a spoiler for The Dark Knight Rises. But it's that it the mayor lives. Yeah. Like, he almost gets shot. Don't get me wrong. But... Good scare part coming up, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah the first time this happened. But it's the sudden shriek in the violin.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer's score. Oh, it plays so well. To like... This score, it will be memorable for the time. Especially when you get the back... Dun, 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 dun,
3: dun, 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 dun.
2: Dun, you know. Okay, but I mean also in Justice League with the little bit of the Batman dun, 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 when like they're in that scene.
1: But it's so faded out. Like It, it is, is.
2: But so, it's just so, like, it took me the
1: second time around to be like hold up. Oh, yep, there it is. And Ooh I'm <laughs> sorry. I think it would have been I thought
2: he's like, <laughs> I <was> like <laughs> ended there. No, um I think it would have been like it's one of those Nostalgia. How far does that take you in a movie for certain things? Because we talked about how it was annoying to certain things where the end of um, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, you should use your other, or you should use your real name, Robin. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> and then you cut to Solo, where, who are your people? I don't have the pe- people. Hmm, solo. solo. And you're just like, so we're adding these things to kind of give a nostalgic twinge. But does that help or detract from the movie? (laughs) So you have certain musical scores, like the the Superman score has been in every Superman movie at one point or another, at least a little bit in the crescendo part. But then you have like the little one, the little Batman from the animated series, where I'd be like, if you put that in this movie a little bit, that's fine. Um, But do you remember uh the first transformers movie um stan bush was like do you want like a modern remake of touch for that movie and michael bale michael bale michael bale michael bay michael bay was just like, no (laughs) and you're like whoa this movie is like living off of nostalgia Why not let that happen? Because that could be
1: awesome. I remember the first time with the first Transformers movie, I was like, oh, Optimus looks so good. Then like, here's Megatron. I'm like, ooh, that does not look like Megatron. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Now
2: that that movie in and of itself has some really weird stuff. Like, I remember in the old animated series, yes, there were humans there, typically, but they were kind of
3: just there.
2: Yeah, they'd have a human companion every once in a while, but his stories were always the most boring, and they decided in this movie, no, 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 same with Wiki's going to be... The hero. The hero of this story. He's the main character. We're going to have everything around mm-hmm. him. And you're like,
1: Shiloh, the Holt guy? Do you think Bruce gets any action? Because he always shows up with women, but you know how busy he is being Batman. <laughs> I think he does. Is um, that why he just beats up bloody criminals? Because he's like... Because you oh. saw that in Batman vs. Superman. Like, oh, yeah, he actually does? Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but there's...
2: um. There's one of the movies, I can't remember which it is, but someone calls him out on it where they wake up every morning and he's not there. Like, like you know, we do this, I wake up the next morning and you're not there. And... Was it Batman? Was Vicki Vale? Was he either Batman or Vicky Vale? Or... Um, yeah, I know it Batman, wasn't Batman Returns. Cause Batman, Batman and Robin. Because remember, there's that lady he's dating for a while... And then he gets Ivy in his head. He's like, you called me Ivy. No, Why I th- you call me Ivy.
1: Or was it in uh, Batman Forever with Nicole
2: Kidman? No, no. I don't think their relationship hit that point of... I thought they did, though. No. Yeah, they did. They, they fucked. No, they almost did. No, they did. No, they were having a party at Wayne Manor, and that's when the Riddler and Two Face show up.
1: Hmm. Oh, am I just thinking of her in the sheets? The silk sheets?
2: Maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman shows up at her place... And she's like, well, now that you're here, I wanted you to be someone else, because oh, he finally falls yeah, for Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like, oh, Batman shows up. Yeah, Batman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. now, like the whole scene's playing in my head because I just remember those silk sheets on the whole thing. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Because <laughs> uh, then
2: he, Bruce Wayne and Vicky, or Vicky, Bruce Wayne and Chase are having dinner, and then she, he kind of has like the the flower drops. He has his flashback. Yeah. In. And then the Riddler and Two-Face show up, and they're running away from him, and he gets shot in the head. Yeah. And lives.
1: Uh, So going back, for, it was a little while ago before this, um, with uh, Rachel... Another bitch moment where I, she just jumps to this automatic conclusion every time when she pulls Bruce out to the balcony and she's just like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to embarrass her. He's like, whoa, no, I'm not. Like, and like, and Honestly, if anything,
2: I think he's trying to stop him from being corrupted.
1: Yeah, then like in the, the Russian ballet one, I don't understand Rachel's face now. She goes this, oh, unbelievable. I'm like, well, you know he's Batman, so you, you know. also
2: he, he literally brings you the person that you need by taking away your evening. She's like, oh, she's probably like, oh, he intentionally did it to Harley. Yeah. Or to Harvey.
1: That's her whole point of this. She's just like, oh, you're just jealous. Yo, you're just doing... It. I'm like, well, he did give you Lau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Rachel's character is what this was. Like, after watching Batman Begins, I'm like, I don't want you to be with her. <laughs> I know we get the note thing that I really, like, clench on to. I mean,
2: I'd still, by the end of The Dark Knight Rises, I don't want to be a Selina either. Yeah. Like, she has no... She makes one okay move. And the rest of that, she's just
1: conceited. And crazy. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I I love, too, with these movies, is, like, Gordon's rise in ranks. Mm -hmm. I I always thought that was really cool. Because he started
2: out as Officer Gordon, then became Detective Gordon, then became Commissioner Gordon.
1: Well, Lieutenant. Right? Is that how it goes? Like, it's like Officer, Lieutenant, then Detective. I don't know. Whatever he is right now. Yeah. I think he's lieutenant. No, 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 no. So it is off. It, you
2: see him as Officer Gordon yeah. when he puts the the coat. the coat on Bruce's shoulder. He's Detective Gordon by the time, um, yeah, no, Batman he, begins. He, yeah. And then he's Lieutenant Gordon by the end of Batman Begins. And then he becomes Commissioner during this. Yes. Um, <laughs> he was great. He was a good Commissioner though. He's such yeah. an asshole. He was, well, well, <laughs> he was more. He was more absolute of the law. Yeah. Where Gordon lets Batman
1: break stuff. <laughs> I, I love that so much because he's like, we have no time. I'm going to choke him out. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness. I also like how these officers watch her blow up and are like, hmm.
1: Well, they were part of it. Were they though? Yeah, they were dirty cops. I get that vibe. You don't get that vibe? I mean, I don't
2: get that directly. Like, at least with Ramirez and warts Wartz. um him <laughs> they uh okay but at least with them you know you get called out these guys are dirty cops we have figured that out with those two you just see them driving away at the lady that's exploded and you're like well if that if that's
1: the thing just shoot her in the face like it's gotta be dramatic though because the cards and everything Harvey, where's Harvey? I just love this. He's grabbing like food. He's shrimp
2: cocktail, <laughs> and then he grabs the drink. You
0: yeah. <laughs> know, like nothing.
1: He, he grabbed it so hard that everything <laughs> fell out of it. You know, but going when um, Bruce uh, puts um, Harvey in that closet, he puts that pipe there. I'm like, you don't think no one's gonna see that pipe and be like, maybe he's in
2: there. I just <laughs> think it's it's weirder what is about to happen, what Bruce is about to walk in on. Oh yeah, he's like, oh. Um, hey. I, wasn't, I wasn't about to do something weird in your penthouse.
1: They're like, oh, he's got a safe room, but these guys, I, you know what's so funny about this was, it was kind of, like, Batman shows up right after this, mm. and no one's like, well, we did see Bruce go off into, like, this room, like, <laughs> in the wall. Yeah. I don't know,
2: and this is, this is probably one of the other great Joker scenes in this where...
0: You yeah. look a lot like my father. I hate my father. And... Be funny, the thug just took him and shot him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really like, to. you get different variations of his uh, scar story. Yeah. Because first time I saw this, you know, when he, when he tells um Ga- Gamble, mm-hmm. when he tells Gamble, like, oh, you know, I got these scars. Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like, oh, you know, I don't know. I miss you, Heath. Mm. I think you would
2: have been able to do a lot of great things after this. Although, I will also say, part of me thinks... like I know this is a really weird way to view this, but part of me thinks that Heath Ledger's passing is why Christopher Nolan's Batman isn't part of the DCEU. Because if, if you did that, you'd have to recast someone as Joker. People would be expecting Heath, and you'd put this giant expectation up. Now, granted, anything was better... After um, Jared Leto's.
1: Well, you know, with Joaquin Phoenix, when he won the he won best actor, mm-hmm. and I like what he said. He goes, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't on my best friend's shoulders right now, who made this role what iconic, God. beyond iconic. You know, and I, it was one of those things. Cesar these... Romero? <laughs> <laughs> Cesar Romero, no. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: to be fair, though, his mustache. Right, now. To be fair, though, out outside of Jared Leto, there really hasn't been a bad Joker for the movie that he's a part of. Now, we right. talked about Zach Galifianakis,
1: but for the movie he was a part of, he was a good Joker. So, if you had to, because there's rumors now saying with Matt Reeves' new Batman, that they're going to definitely do more than one, because you know, you slap Batman on it, it's going to make money. Yeah, and. Matt Reeves is such a world builder on his own, because if you look at the Planet of the Apes movies, who do you... Wait, what?
2: No, I don't like them.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Um, Which is funny, though. That has Andy
1: Serkis in it, too. I just thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> though that's why Matt Reeves brought him along. <laughs> uh, what's I say now? World building. Oh, world building. Who do you think... You, do you even want to see Joker at this point? Do you want to build up the Joker? Because... I wanna give Joker a rest. Let's get into more of his rogues gallery.
2: You know. I'd like a freeze. A freeze would be cool. Like we haven't had a freeze since um, Arnold. Yeah, Ar- Well we've never had another freeze outside of Arnold, did yeah, we? Yeah we have.
1: And uh 66. Alright. Yeah.
2: Um but not in this century. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, real real fun fact. I found out something about Burgess Burgess Meredith.
0: Hmm. He was playing Penguin. <laughs>
1: So he stopped smoking during that period, and you know how he always had a cigarette and whatnot.
0: So he would do this, and rah,
1: rah, like the clearest throat, to not have the smoke be in his lungs. So that's how he created the iconic oh. rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Just a fun fact. That yeah, that's interesting, and it's <laughs> it's just one of those
2: a new freeze. And no offense to Arnold, he fit very well with Schumacher's kind of design, L- but see. not. Sing. <laughs> um, let's see.
1: Uh I don't know why. Well, no, Deathstroke. Like, I want a Deathstroke versus Batman so bad.
2: It, it's so here's the thing: is with Birds of Prey, with the Flash animated series. You know, they took Black Mass. They took not animated series, the Flash TV series, and with Arrow, the Arrowverse. Wait a minute, sorry. They took Deathstroke. And then at the end of Snyder's, they tried to put in another Deathstroke, and I'm like, I like the character of Slade Wilson, but I think they're all the interpretations that we're getting people trying to do of it are too campy for a good Batman movie. The uh, the best one
1: is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Slade.
2: They should have him. They should put that. <laughs> they should put that um, Slade versus the Lego
1: Batman. Yeah. Still one of the greatest stories. <laughs> the Bandit. <laughs> you, you didn't get my joke, did you? No, I, sorry. I, like, with this song, I'm like, oh, I'm just hearing Alfred in my head. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny, because, you know, if you,
2: if you watch, like, memes, that was one of the biggest ones for a long time. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Um, it's just
1: a well-written, like, little dialogue. It is, it's the truth,
2: though, too, yeah. is that that, that is the complete concept of an internet troll. Some people just want chaos for the sake of chaos. Um, but no, no, no. Who, who voices Slade in Teen Titans Go to the Movies? I don't
1: know. Will Arnett. Hmm? Oh, yeah! Who voices Batman in Will, Arn-
2: Will Arnett? So. Slade! It's Slade. Yes, it
1: is. Why does yeah. it sound like we're talking to each other? <laughs> My favorite is uh, when he goes... When they're like such a cool name. Slay! Well, because they had a conversation
2: earlier about being able to say the name and being a cool one.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's a good movie, too. That's the one you rip the shreds. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I, I like this little little cat and mouse game where he's like, yeah, we got a Patrick Harvey here. Yeah. <laughs> and we got this guy, Dent. Um, yeah. But no, it's
2: If we're talking about villains for Batman, though, like, think about the ones that haven't been done to death out of his good rogues gallery, because Batman has
1: so many... (laughs) Condiment Man. I want to see a Condiment Man movie. You mean Condiment King? Condiment King, yeah. I want to see that. And, like, ketchup and mustard and...
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, The puns.
1: (laughs) I'll relish
0: the situation.
1: Yeah, and I, I found that, too, like, when you're talking about Mr. Freeze... He was created in the '66 Batman, and for the then they took that character and brought him into the comic books.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Harley with the animated series. Yeah, um,
1: it was like Batgirl. Batgirl. They basically went to DC and I'm like, hey, we need a woman superhero like like Batman, basically a bat. Well, Batgirl. And she's daughter to Commissioner Gordon, and that's and then that's how. Batgirl became a thing, came from the 66 show, and it went into the actual comic books. Mm -hmm. So, the 66 show has a lot of credit under its belt for some some of these characters like Riddler, not even like a Z character, Mm -hmm. and then if you look at what they did in the show with the green and the, you know, question mark mark and whatnot, the comic book artist really liked that look, and now he's a top tier Rogue
2: Gallery Well, <laughs> top, top tier is a bit of a strong term.
1: Well, look at him in Harley Quinn.
2: Oh, gosh, he got ripped. <laughs> just... Wait,
1: why are you back up the hamster
2: wheel? <laughs> oh, I'm just doing it to work out. <laughs> look at my calves. <laughs> cool. um, um, But, I mean, R- Riddler would be an interesting one to see in live action again. Although, people were saying something about uh, Jonah Hill being the Riddler, and I'm like... Ooh,
1: uh, uh. who is playing penguin um colin oh, i was driving me crazy Farrell. yeah colin Farrell's is gonna be the penguin what yeah <laughs> bullseye from daredevil yes colin Farrell is gonna be that you mean penguin penguin sorry I'm trying to pull up the cast right now.
2: Colin Farrell would have been a better (laughs) Deathstroke. Yeah, it's it's very, like, I don't
1: know. Are you excited about this Robert Pattinson Batman I'm going to
2: give it a try. I think people, like, we're talking about people that like, bad casting and stuff like that.
1: And I think people need to give it a chance, because... Well, that's the way I always look at these movies, because, you know, you look at all these casts, and everybody's like, ah, then they see the movie, and they're like, you know what? That is my. Like, Like now everyone's like, oh, Ben Affleck's the greatest Batman. Like, I, I, I said that in the beginning when he got casted. Everybody's okay. crapped on it.
2: Not everybody. Well, not everybody, but. Because I talked about it too, where I'm like, he's already played Batman. He was Daredevil. Oh, uh, Paul
1: Dano is going to play Riddler. Huh. And Zoe Kravitz is going to play Catwoman. Jeffrey Wright's playing the Commissioner Gordon. Hmm. Colin Farrell's Penguin. Andy Serkis is Alfred. Uh, oh yeah, this is a weird one though. John uh, Totoro is uh, Carmen Falcone. Like I, I don't know, It just seems weird to me. I have I have a feeling there's going to be a little campiness to it
2: because it's John Totoro. Yeah. But oh, Peter Sarsgaard's in here. Okay. Uh... Jill
0: Colson. Oh yeah. So I
2: don't know. I I will not. Um... That Paul
1: Dano though is Riddler. I want to see that. I, I like
2: that kid. I will not... Like, it's, it's one of those... We've had this discussion. I'm not going to get excited anymore. <laughs> that's my problem. You know that's my problem. I know that's problem. your problem. <laughs> that's why I stopped doing it. You have these expectations for
1: these movies. You're like, oh, it's going to be so great. And you're like, Ehh. Well, like, the other night I was watching the very off-topic uh, Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. I was actually excited for Monday Night Raw because I've heard a lot of good rumors and then I watched Monday Night Raw. I was so disappointed. I was like, I'm not watching WWE for the rest of this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there hasn't been a New World podcast because of that Monday show. I was like, But it's
2: expectation.
1: Uh... Expectation ruins things for a lot of people. And I remember, like, you, you, you always tell me, Kyle, calm down. Like, let's think about this. <laughs> well, it's, truthfully, it's because you seem to
2: over-inflate things in your mind and either refuse to accept reality and think it's the most amazing thing ever for a long time then you finally start going okay it me? wasn't great well, no, no no i'm actually more thinking birds of prey i love Bird I- that's I- what i'm saying though is birds of prey was not a very critically acclaimed movie it's a lot of people don't like it that much and it's personally
1: i don't like margot robbie's um that's a Harley sin. Quinn anymore. That should be one of the Ten Commandments right there. That's a sin. <laughs> Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Period. <sighs> Either way, <laughs>
2: there's. It's it's one of those. I respect when an actor gets within the role and delves deep into the role. But.
0: Like Jared Leto's Joker
2: giving away creepy gifts. <laughs> yeah. But when people. When people think that's the end all be all for a character, it starts. To, I mean, because Heath Ledger, an amazing Joker, yes, maybe one of the best, but he's not the end all be all for it because we have had other ones. People love Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I don't particularly care for it.
1: Well, if I like, if this is just a personal like thing, I think Heath is top notch up there. Uh, like I, I, well, I, I like the Joker movie. I like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but. Compared to a villain really driving a story, especially this story of how he's got his hands in so many cookie jars just to, keep, you know... then you playing a little bit of Harvey's downfall, starting with this here, and I remember... It wasn't mean, starting
2: with this. It started with all the people being killed, the yeah. judge being killed and all that.
1: Um,
2: the commissioner, I was like, what? And, the theater, and I was like,
0: Gorin's dead!
2: Well, let's be honest. This was honestly... That was a hundred too Many times, um, this was a lot more the Killing Joke. Yeah, but, but instead of Gordon, it was Harvey. Yeah. So, um, like that was it was. I think it was pretty well done because you need to. The Joker doesn't really have to be a huge part of this entire thing for it to work out because it's more about the psychological damage that Harvey Dent's going through. But I don't. Know. I was thinking it's funny that he's strapped onto that in the back of the ambulance. (laughs) Harvey drives, he pops out of the ambulance. (laughs) I know he
1: just leaves the door open. I heard.
2: I also like how there she's just now finding out about this when the shooting was hours
1: ago. Yeah, it is nighttime now. It's
2: nighttime when earlier. I'm surprised she didn't see it on the news. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll hold it until she finds out. Um we we can't this was a live broadcast thing.
1: I think she's probably already saw it on the news. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I was looking up something because it bothered me. So we were talking about Heath dying. Um, Heath accidentally overdosed on prescription drugs, January twenty second, two thousand eight, during the editing of the Dark Knight, uh-huh. and midway through shooting for his final movie, The Imaginarium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what
2: I'm saying. Though I said that he didn't die. He died after they were doing the press tour. Yeah. When he passed away, so I know that it wasn't. It was just during editing. But,
1: but I know that affected the editing, though, because
2: they're kind of like, well... Not, I mean, I don't think so. I think it more, ed- er, more affected the writing for the planned sequel. Oh, I love the scene. I think the part after this when you drop yeah. it. <laughs> Come on, from one professional to another? Yeah. The, the, this the, ball won't kill me. Counting on it. Right. What? <laughs> i
3: What?
1: I would have been like... You know I spoke too soon. <laughs> I would rather die
0: yeah. than breaking both breaking. my
1: legs. Well, it's just weird
2: though, cause you don't see him do much about it. His legs have to have been broken. Yeah, but but you see him, him walking around after. Well, you see him in the car later. I was thinking about that too. You see yeah. him in the car later.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: but I don't know. It's um back to uh, Ledger though. He, I mean, he's by far in my top five. He's probably in my top three for Jokers. Well, who's your top, top, top Joker? We're just talking about Jokers overall. Jokers overall. I think my number one has to be Mark Hamill. Just because the depth and complexity he was allowed to give a character over time, and him in the Arkham games is amazing. um so
1: creepy and good. At
2: this he is. Time. Well, that's the thing: is freaking the Arrowverse has him playing the trickster.
1: And it's pretty much just the Joker. Well, anytime Heath, uh, not Heath Ledger. Uh, anytime Mark Hamill's in a role that's not Luke, <laughs> I'm always like, that's Joker. Yeah, <laughs> like in Chuck, like the, the child's play movie. When <laughs> everyone's like, he's gonna be Chucky, and I was like, I'm just gonna hear the Joker. <laughs>
2: it's, but it's because he does such a good job of it. Like his his range does it. And in, in the animated series, yeah, I mean, the Joker was kind of a one note character in the animated series. But eventually he was given depth and complexity and you got to do it. Where, unfortunately, Heath Ledger was only able to be in one movie movie as the Joker.
1: And he did good. Well, just like what I told you when I rewatched The Return of Joker and Batman Beyond. Oh, just his... (laughs) So, you brought
2: up the censored versus the uncensored um, edits of it. Yeah. And for some reason, my brain was like... There was a censored version of that? Yeah. So I went online and I found that there's like a comparison cuts between the two. Like there's a censored and the uncensored. For some reason, the censored, like every time someone goes to get punched, it cuts to the bat signal. Or the bat, like the Batman Beyond signal on the screen to show them not like, to cut out them getting punched. So I was watching the unedited and the edited and the, the completely different scene of the Joker dying... What's like the chemicals and following and then him like pulling a lever and electrocuting himself off screen. You hear, yeah, him. you hear Barbara's Barbara's running and you just hear the scream.
3: Yeah,
2: and I'm just like, man, I never, I, I never remember seeing that. I only remember the one
1: where well, Drake you made, shot him. Now I'm kind of disappointed because, I like as soon as I text you and you text me back automatically right away. I was like, that's my boy. He well, knows which one I'm talking about. It's because <laughs> I think I'd
2: heard about the other scene before, but I just never watched it. Because uh, I've only ever watched the uncensored version, and then I watched the stuff for the censor, and I was just like, "Oh, yeah, this is this is
3: crap."
1: Yeah, like the uncensored version is so good and dark, and to using Tim Drake and mm-hmm. you know, and it was so funny. It's like I'm reading uh, the Batman continued of the animated series, and they're just introducing um, uh, Jason Todd, and I was like. Oh, yeah, they did skip over Jason in the animated series. They went right to Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. And now they introduce Azrael, and they introduce Deathstroke. And seeing them in that classic Batman animated series cartoons is so much fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that was... But that's what I'm saying, though. The animated series had a lot more time to flesh out a lot of characters, which is why I that is probably my favorite Joker. It's not necessarily out of... He had great puns, too. He, he did. Like, animals great... with puns. But it's... It's not necessarily just because he was a good joker; it's because of the longevity and the connection you get to have with him. But um, my second one—see, my second one's a hard one, because. you Jack? It's between those two, honestly. Like, and it varies because.
1: Eighty nine is very special to us. It is, and you just. You
0: are my number one
1: guy. <laughs> I think. I think the key
2: difference. Which, the the only real reason I would probably pick Jack as number two, as opposed to Heath, is he's technically the Joker, but no more than um, Joaquin Phoenix is. Where, yes, he has the scars, and he has the makeup, but he has makeup. It's not him being chemically altered. It's not something that attributed to psychosis. Mm -hmm. It's, he's just someone crazy. where Jack, yes he was not the most sturdy individual they talk about how Jack Napier had anger issues but he was a brilliant chemist and yada 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 and then the chemicals and what happens to his face and what happens to him breaks him where in this one you get crazy off the bat yeah he's just there There's there's no build up to the character which, if you include the Killing Joke, which I know part of the first half of it really kind of sucks. But if you include the anime okay, Killing it, Joke yeah. to the Heath Ledger, or Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, who we both did it, Mark <laughs> Hamill um, Joker-ness, you also have a background story for the Joker as to why he went crazy. With the Red Hood and everything like that. So you have like this solid stream for uh, Mark Hamill voicing the Joker of this journey that this character has taken whereas Heath Ledger you only get like I'd say in the middle I know he dies but like for the Jokers it's only the middle part where the part that makes him very good in this is his portrayal of a previously established comic book character
1: I think that's why I liked it so much more just because I'm like yeah we can do an outline and we can build him up and that's why like when they did Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, you know, I, I love that movie, but it's just like, do you really need to establish the Joker in some sort of way, because he's always been, like, crazy, mm-hmm. and a psychopath. That's part think. of what makes Heath
2: Ledger's great, is, yes, you don't get the beginning, but you don't necessarily need it, but that's, that's still what gives Jack Nicholson mine, but like, my number two, as opposed to number three, is, at least in the original one, yes, it was pseudo in a realistic world, mm-hmm. But it was also fantastical in its own, like chemical things doing stuff, a long six-foot gun that can shoot. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> 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 oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and where a pseudo-failing of this movie series, yeah, this trilogy, is... How realistic, they try to make it.
1: Yeah, really? I don't think that line will fly today. No more dead cops. Yeah, oh, geez, that's <laughs> not... yeah I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> right when I saw it, I was like, ooh.
2: <laughs> um, jeez, dude, that was a little bad taste, <laughs> a little, little, little
1: bad. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the fact where he's like, I am Batman, and Bell has it look like, oh, uh, I was hey, gonna we... do it.
2: But I also like how it's so believable to everyone, too. They're not like, we knew it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, but it's it's just. With, with how realistic they try to make it, I think it's pseudo. It's sort of a failing. Mm-hmm. To. Uh, where would this have started? Had to have been the early 2000s. Where they try to tie these fantastical worlds into the real world to give some immersion. But. It takes away from the story, like Daredevil. I love Daredevil to death, yes. which is probably a very controversial thought. A character in the movie.
1: Movie. I love the movie too.
2: Um, it's so two thousands.
3: Yeah,
2: but great soundtrack. Great action. Good soundtrack. Good acting too, dude. Michael Clark Duncan is still my kingpin. I I love Vincent D'Onofrio, but Michael Clark Duncan. Um, but it's, it it's. Failing in a sense is trying to pseudo be realistic, but at the same time, you have these fantastical elements. Bullseye never really gets explained. Yeah. Um,
1: I like when he kills the old lady with the peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> More
3: peanuts, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dick too. He's like, yeah, I killed her, but. <laughs> um,
2: but they they still have that little bit of fantasticalness to it. Yeah, and then. They get, like, after that, they start being real hard, like, real life. Yeah. You know? I know that you like Superman Returns. Yes. But they try to make it too realistic at some point. Where you're like, it's Superman! This story's not supposed to be real! Which is so weird about that, because that's what we talked about last week. Mm. (laughs) But it's, it's, if you want immersion in their movies, they need... They need to not make them about something that's supposed to be fantastical. Like, you know, watching BBS. The Man of Steel is supposed to be very realistic-esque. And then you go to... um, Batman versus BBS. And you're like, okay, well now we have a bunch of super-powered heroes in existence. Are we just accepting the fact that nobody who has superpowers has become evil?
3: Yeah.
1: Like... There's not a... Yeah.
2: Everyone who has powers is a good person to this point in time.
1: Well, it's kind of crazy when you look at superheroes in general and how they kind of create the outline of villains.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and then before before we leave what I was saying about um, the hero, Lex Luthor even has a metahuman thesis that more metahumans, like Superman, is going to invite more metahumans to exist. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, you need to literally create a thesis to... um... Is that bringing these superheroes to, to make it so, oh, this is why more superheroes are popping up is because of
1: this. Well, that's why I think Marvel, cinematically, has done it so well, because they know it's it's a comic book movie, mm-hmm. and you don't have to go over in depth, like, we have a Guardians of the Galaxy thesis, so why, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, no, it's,
2: it's, you know, their timeline doesn't exactly make sense, because Captain Marvel kind of throws everything into a really loop, but we'll stay away from that topic, <laughs> um, but... You go to Iron Man. Iron Man tries to be realistic, sort of. I would say to an extent of doing it much more well than others. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't argue that. I would I would say they really try to not be realistic when they don't need to. I mean the entire icing thing. Obadiah is getting dropped from pretty much like upper atmosphere and surviving somehow, like <laughs> and even Rhodes being like, Oh, you invented a flying superhero suit. Cool, like, yeah. How does that not bother you more? <laughs> but it's because of the universe. Oh. And you have Thor show up, and obviously Thor's thing is fantastical, and it's supposed to be. Yeah. But he gets sent to being human, which is when it's supposed to be somewhat realistic.
1: <laughs> but still, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when he tries to lift the hammer
2: and oh, deny. You're yeah. like, oh. Well, and then I think you also that that scene cuts to Odin. In the Odin sleep, crying.
1: Yeah. And you're like, oh, he wants him to succeed, but he knows he's not ready yet. With this scene right here, real quick, sorry for cutting off. It's with, with this scene, I remember like watching behind the scenes and how they did a lot of this and a lot of it's real and whatnot. They also use models. I, I I just love the fact that Nolan's just like, well, how can we get this the realest shot ever? Well, we can't do this because of this. Well, make a model. Huh? <laughs> because like in the scene where... Um, when Roz goes down with the, the train, mm-hmm. that whole scene's a model scene. Yeah, I, so, I could actually tell that one. Yeah. But, uh, um... Okay, how about this? Favorite battle, though? Because I think the is my top favorite. Is this because
2: of nostalgia, too?
1: Like, the side?
2: Well, no, it's just... It's it's weirdly more difficult to do that, because the is fine, but the if i was to be driving one of them like personally if i had a bat vehicle to drive yeah the BVS1 oh
1: that is a good one
2: cuz it honestly this might sound weird but it reminds me of the vehicles from the live action speed racer the way that the, the vehicles wheels turn on their own
1: i rewatched that the other day fantastic
0: movie
2: dude i think speed that that one is speed racer is so underappreciated for the kind of... Because that was one of the movies that when it was in theaters, I was working there, and I watched it three separate times. And I was just like, God, this is such a good movie. And the ending still gives me chills. Like, that part where he's just... His car breaks down. He's just sitting there. And it's just like, listen. And he's listening to the car. And then... And he just whips everybody after that. And
1: you're like, that's crazy. I love... I think that is the best adaption of an anime, if I could say, mm-hmm. especially the way it kind of plays like an anime, you know, you know, just because I thought that, cause come on, we got like Dragon Ball Evolution, like, you know, in that same time period.
2: No, and that's, I mean, that's a harsh one, but <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm more saying, I'm more arguing the fact of... I'd rather write this, though. That pod? <laughs> yeah. That was probably one of my favorite parts of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, when they keep blowing up the Bat whatever's. Like first, it's the Batmobile. They blow it up. He's riding the Batpod. They blow up the Batpod. He's riding the Bat uh, what is it? The Bat scooter. They blow that up. He's on top of Alfred. Is Alfred yeah. up the vehicle?
1: <laughs> and
2: Starfire's like he has the tenacity.
1: I remember <laughs> the I was like, when the first time I saw this with the Batpod. I was like, that is so damn brilliant. Because of the fact of, like, in the first movie, like, it's kind of weird when he's like, you know, he goes in, like, that weird little part, part to of shoot. it, then comes back out. And then when you see this, you're like, oh, it makes so much sense now. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: but, um, to that, though, like, the, oh, yeah, and so this part, could have killed a bunch of people here. Yeah, he starts blowing up these cars, and there's kids in like the car in front of them. What if he needed to blow up one more car? And, and all the
1: headlights he takes out, all the headlights, the side um, mirrors, yeah. ding, ding, ding. I'm like, oh, well, well, that's more money. That's more money. <laughs> you imagine coming out after a long hard day, <laughs> you're like,
2: this is why this is why Wayne Tech doesn't get involved with um, uh, insurance. Yeah, because they know Batman's around. And they're like, mm, nah. Um, I don't know, the, the, um, is, is it still called the Batmobile in Justice League? Yeah. Because I, I don't ever hear it because... I don't
1: ever, I don't think they say it. Yeah. But you, you kind of know what it is at this point, you know, the True. Batmobile, the Batplane. Yeah. I think I like the Batplane version in uh, BDS. I like that little weird little, like, kind of almost looks like a
2: bat. I, I mean, I, if we're talking bat planes, I still think. Key that, in 89, right? Um, no. Kilmer.
1: Oh, he had a great bat plane. Oh, my. Okay, never mind. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought I. Thought, by land or by sea? Why not
1: both?
2: <laughs> I'm like, well, you realize, Dick, that you're going to be taking the boat, right? Because I'm not going to trust you to fly a ship?
1: <laughs> oh, this. Oh, uh, gosh. Still gives me goosebumps. Wee. So Nolan, in this scene, you want us to flip a semi? Yes. Well, uh, a real semi? We can CG, CG that shit. No. <laughs> uh, this, 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 this is so great because I think he ad some of this with the gun, like trying to get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah,
2: no, I um, I would still probably say Justice League's Batmobile. Um, I would say that would be my second. I I still have a special place in my heart for the Tumblr. I like the gull wing doors it has. that like go up. Oh yeah. Um, the this would this would probably be second for me, if if I am d- expected to drive it. You'd want the Ben Affleck, or the... well, I'd love. We want a Ben Affleck first, and the Tumbler the second, because then you look at the rest of them. How hard would to it turn? be to turn in those stupid things, especially in the eighty-nine?
3: Well, <laughs> and
2: in the nineties
1: ones, <laughs> they're. I mean, they're long. They're like you have to make sure you take that corner just right, just so you can actually make it. And Gordon's alive. Yeah. I I remember the theater like exploding, like,
3: yes!
1: And I remember at this point in the movie, uh, you remember Mr. Bryson? Mm hmm. I Yeah. And he was all like this. We were like, I remember, like, like, yeah! You know? And I just remember hearing him, overhearing him, like, yes. We still have like an hour, like almost an hour left of this
3: movie.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, Ramirez, bitch.
2: I just, I mean, it also it's it's warts actually. In this yeah, one. Well, warts, but still. Um, it's a little bothersome to me though that Joker plans to be flipped and caught at this point. Like this, like the Joker's plan is still recklessly convoluted. What happens if in that car accident he, he died. just died?
1: Yeah. I didn't see
0: that coming.
1: <laughs> I forgot to wear my seatbelt. Unless he like purposely the other person didn't have their seatbelt uh <laughs> but i'm just like i it's now he's commissioner yes he is <laughs> hey sorry oh you couldn't you couldn't keep me in on. Um... <laughs> i mean think
2: about it like
1: i've been home i don't see anybody <laughs> yeah that,
2: my only job is to be at home Let's be honest, the only time I ever leave that home is when I'm forcibly removed later.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> when when he kept it kept the secret away from her, I'm just like, it, was there a plan of like, oh, well, Joker could try to get his, uh, my wife and interrogate her or anything, mm-hmm. but none of that happens. <laughs> so he gets that, he's well-deserved of that slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: let's, i mean imagine if you died for a week <laughs> <laughs> he probably had a party maybe mm-hmm. that's why he did <laughs> yeah, the funniest thing would be is if he was just hiding out somewhere just like like you say having a party but just just the most ridiculous thing he's just like
1: bachelor life bro
2: say gordon
1: did you tell your wife no don't <laughs>
2: Don't so, tell my t- wife. <laughs> We're going to go fishing, too.
1: Yeah, you guys still want to go that fishing trip, right? This is how I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this scene. This, I, I think the scene is very iconic. I wonder, you know, I always uh, got twisted up. I was always like, did they use the same room for Man of Steel, but I rewatched Man of Steel? Like, no, no. No, not even close. No. The room they use in Man
2: of Steel is super clean.
1: Yeah. Before jails, these jails are
2: dirty. That's Gotham. So, Everything's dirty. Like outside of Wayne Manor, I don't think there's anything as clean here.
1: Yeah, but look at look at that makeup. I like I like when it's all just all over the place, especially with the the uh, the black and the red, and I think it gives it more of an iconic look than how he's more put together. Mm-hmm. So. And I wonder too, is like, is there a reason why we have half these lights off? Like <laughs> you know, the
2: funniest thing, is if like the lights turned on in the entire time, Joker's lawyer's just been sitting beside him. Batman
1: slams his head down. He's like, oh, hey, you harassed my client. Oh, how did you get here? The Batman the light flickers and they see Batman and he's like,
0: Hey guys, you you ruined the surprise!
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the Joker doesn't even know <coughs>
0: Good cop, bad
2: cop routine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, I also do think it's pretty pretty interesting with the Joker and like this take on him that it's, he, he has a physical, or not a physical, well, a physical disability of some sort with his mouth with those cuts, but there's nothing like, there's no chemicals that have made him crazy. Like they kind of give the excuse for Jeff Napier. Or anything like that,
1: like. Well, you know, that's why I think this Joker is such a. I'm such a big fan of this Joker is. There's so much mystery that it makes it intense, you know. Especially the fact he keeps changing his story. Like I remember the first time I watched it, and then the second time I was like, oh, because I was so like awe. And then when you watch it, like oh wow, whoa, whoa, he did change the story. Like, a couple times, you know. Like, for me, but just because I was just in awe of the way he performed and the way he was talking, the way he was bringing himself about, then, like, when you really dive into, like, his psyche, you're like, this guy's really psychotic. I wonder where he's from. And they're like, he has no fingerprints. There's no nothing of him. And I'm like, this is a Joker I can get behind, you Hmm. know. Because, you know, like you said, with the Joaquin Phoenix movie, you, you, you stated that's not Joker. Mm -hmm. anybody can be that role of going crazy Mm -hmm. and it was it
2: was that they it's that it it seemed superficial that joker was you know a name that was just stamped onto that character where with this one it is like his his goal is batman his his, the person that kind of created him into who he is now is batman yeah so it's not oh i was created by an uncaring society it's like no you are attached to batman
1: yeah, he, he says it later on but you know the immovable object and stuff like that mm-hmm. we are, we're destined to do this we're you know and I've always liked that that mythology of Batman and Joker like they're they're the same card you know with two different sides and they need each other in some weird way you know to, to make it balance. because you know he never kills him gosh like we're no like, he
2: does but in different realities and every time he does things go bad yeah
1: then like eight, 80
2: years of Joker
1: we're still getting Joker to this day. And they're currently doing the Joker War right now, which is getting pretty intense. And now they got the three Jokers that are coming out on DC Dark Label that's going to explore. I guess there's been three Jokers throughout
3: mm-hmm.
1: time, you know. Because do you remember um, when Batman sat on, s- on the, sat on the chair and he's like, Tell me who Joker is. And then he's mm-hmm. like, No way. If there's three of
2: them. <laughs> well, and it's, I think it was like. There's the Caesar Romero Joker is one of them, and you're like,
3: hmm.
1: I
2: don't know how I feel about that one being added to the bunch.
1: Yeah, so that starts. In, I believe that's. I don't know. With ever since COVID, like my, I, I have no recognition, no input on when these books will come out. It's just like when the books come out, they come out because at this point, they're just shoving these books out as fast as they can now.
2: But mm-hmm.
1: um, I just love the speed down.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's just like he's he's right there's nothing that he could do and he gives I don't know he gives her the op, or gives him the option
1: and, and he automatically takes the Rachel one Well,
2: which is why he told him the opposite ones
1: yeah and I like when he goes I really thought Jordan you know the way he flew after her and, and he's just like and, and I think He's happy about it because he's like, "Yay, there's still that mystery."
2: Well, let's let's be honest. If Dent had been Batman, it doesn't matter where Wertz or Ramirez had taken him. He he would have beaten the crud out of whoever it was if he was Batman.
1: Yeah, but I'm so. just saying he's just happy. Like, oh hey, there's still that mystery. Kind of like in the Harley Quinn show. Remember when <laughs> they take off his mask? He's like. Ah oh, you ruined the surprise. ruined the surprise. I don't want to know who he was right now. He didn't want
2: to know who he was at all. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the truth of the Joker, is if he knows who Batman is, the game is over. He yeah. doesn't want
1: to know.
0: <laughs> oh, the way he taught it makes me
1: so fucking happy, because I was just, he's just like, you want to know which one of your friends were cowards? And I was like,
2: ooh, you would just... Like you're digging. I don't know why they. I don't know why they left him in there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like you're you're. He's in a what well, should be a sealed room.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: leave him in there. Shut the door. You're all good.
1: Yeah. And I like I was always wondering about that, but I was like, is this just more for acting' sake? Just so we can have we're trying to grab that Oscar. You mm. know? <laughs> well, no,
2: and it's he. This is this is the problem with Joker's plan, is had that guy not been left in there with joker he'll have his phone call he won't have his phone call during this time he won't escape he'll be stuck in there the entire time so cool like yes you did kill rachel and you scarred harvey but you are still in jail and you are still caught (laughs) all
1: right who has the best rachel uh batman or harvey like yelling wise
2: well, the fact that, that Batman does it in the Batman voice kind of takes away from it.
0: Rachel, Rachel. Yeah, I I think his the
1: first Rachel and Batman Begins is better because mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of that softer tone. Hold on, Rachel,
0: Rachel. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You
2: part of part of me wonders that if the third movie had been more about Two Face, like if this movie had been most of the joker going on joker's plan, stuff like that harvey's in the hospital end of the movie harvey is broken out of the hospital he's on the loose he's you know joker has been caught you still have the corrupt cops next movie is about harvey as two-face taking down the corrupt cops and like forgetting the whole league of shadows thing well that's
1: why i wonder you know because we, we figured well i figured out like i've looked it up um Heath died after, in the, during the editing phase of the movie. So I always wonder, because Nolan said they were working on the third, uh, you know, story. Not script to say, but, the you know, where they were going with this whole trilogy. And with Heath dying, it was kind of like, oh, man, what what was in store? Like, were we going to bring back everybody in the end? You know, Two-Face. And like, they're like, Two-Face is not dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, I just,
2: I it's one of those, even with Heath's passing, Heath didn't have to be the defining point of Two-Face. It, it's more, I think that Two-Face is vastly overshadowed in this movie. Like, think think about as Harvey Two-Face, how many scenes does he have? Three? Yeah. He's got... One in the bed. Okay, I guess four then. he yeah. got the one in the bed, the one where he's in the bar and kills... Words, uh, the one raising the car and kills Maroni. does and... kill Maroni though. We don't
1: see Maroni die. Well, the
2: car gets flipped, and he's well... not wearing the seatbelt. That's kind of what's supposed to be implied. Mm. Um. Boom.
1: Did um... Maroni show up on Dark Knight Rises? I don't believe so. No, <laughs> bad it still makes me laugh that we, every time I bring up Dark Knight Rises, I'm like... This, this, the maybe? point though,
2: Dark Knight Rises was not that impactful of a movie. Yeah, you had Tom Hardy as Bane, but there was no... There was nothing in that movie that was led to from this, these movies. The only thing you had is that Batman's been gone for a while.
1: Well, Rachel's not. Mm-hmm. Well, that breaks them <laughs> up. But,
2: but even that isn't well done. It's... It, the funny thing is, like, Alfred just like... What if she wrote you a note saying she was going to pick someone else and that she was going to stay with Harvey? And he's, he believes it. Like it's one of those, like yes, I don't think Alfred would lie about something like this, but you think about it, it's what broke you two apart,
1: but why? Yeah, I well, I, I love that scene where he's like, it, just because of the acting, but then when you really think about it, like, oh, he lost Alfred this early in the movie, and then he That's doesn't come back in the end, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry
2: I let you down. Uh, But you know what also have been a really good thing that Batman could have done to um, help with this? Is if he had visited Harvey in in,
1: uh, a hospital. Well, yeah, it's broken
2: though. Well, no, 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 no. But here's the thing. Is, Is if he, if Batman went... Okay, so even Commissioner Gordon. If Gordon went... Okay. Harvey. You know Batman went for Rachel, right? When he arrived, he wasn't looking for you, he was looking for Rachel.
0: He said, Fuck you.
2: Well he, he <laughs> left you to us. So I'm really sorry that that Rachel died. But no, Batman was really trying to help you, and we were really trying to help, him, or was really trying to help her, and we were really trying to help you. Like, I feel like that would have helped not so crazy of Harpy.
1: Hey guys, this is a Batman. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, snooping
1: around, Alfred.
2: <laughs> well, okay, but you think about it. If Alfred, if if Rachel had been, of course, she said he could read it. If Rachel had just said no, if Rachel just said it's it's for it's for Bruce. He really needs to. Or
1: she could have it. been like, it's for the right time.
2: But well, he, no, that's what she said. She said it's for the right time. He said, well, "How will I know?" She says, "The letter's not sealed."
1: And when I die, I didn't meet you soon. (laughs) Well, that's
2: the point, though, is that he he's like, oh, this isn't the right time then, because she, you know, she just died.
1: I hear it. Technically, he's at the hospital saying, "I'm sorry."
2: Yeah, he's not saying I'm sorry though. He's 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 just as guilty. I'm just saying, when Harvey's awake, if he'd just been like, "Hey, look, I'm sorry that I saved you. I'm gonna be honest." I was trying to save Rachel. I only because her once. No, but because Rachel, Rachel was the one I was trying to protect. I'm sorry that I let you down and then I let her down.
0: Because
2: look at this. This is what he's going to say right
1: here. Yeah, I know. Ah, oh, look at this scene. I love this scene. Like, we were talking about this and you're like, and he's in his house mm-hmm. with the cow off. Just mm-hmm. sitting there just like, ah, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> yep.
2: Which, I will also say, Michael Kane is one of the strongest parts of this movie, and that's also something that I really don't like about The Dark Knight Rises, is that, like we were talking about... Well, he's in both
1: Batman Begins and this movie, he's the strongest, he's the, like, the he's, glue.
2: And he, he doesn't necessarily agree with what Bruce is doing, but he understands why he needs to do it, and he doesn't stand in his way until he tries to do something reckless. So...
1: And he will never give up on Bruce. Well, uh, until he does. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he does. He's like, all right. He goes, goes, all right, motherfucker. He goes, I I will tell you this. Rachel, nope. You aren't getting that ass. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, now every time I tell myself, like, and I tell you, I'm going to go watch Dark Knight Rises. I'm like, you know, I really want to watch Dark Knight again. Then maybe I'll watch Dark Knight Rises. But I never, like, tell myself. I want to watch Dark Knight Rises. I'm going to watch Dark Knight Rises. Mm -hmm. It's like, get home, and I'm like, ah, Phantom Menace?
2: (laughs) It's just, it's... But, okay, so, outside of Rachel's letter, it brings almost nothing from the other movie. And, yeah, there's the Dent Act, quote-unquote, but that could have just been something else. Like, that that didn't require this movie for that to happen. I'm just saying that he, like... Nolan did really good at the first two. And... And then on the third one, he just kind of lost his story. Like...
1: If... I, I think I knew where he was going with that. Like, in soon... The, you know, because it's eight years, you gotta bring Batman back. You gotta break Batman to make Batman rise again, and this and that. But I just think that movie honestly to be really honest should have been a two-parter like you know what I mean like have Bane break the bat in the first part you know I'm not a fan though I'm not a fan though of like you know when they do like um, what's the last Harry Potter movie the Deathly Hallows yeah like Deathly Hallows part one part two even though on that grand scale it is a book it needs to have that big finale but like it's kind of like um what's the last one for Hunger Games
2: Catching Fire, or, uh... Mockingjay, Mockingjay,
1: right? Like, part one, part two. I'm not big fans of, like, when they split the finale into two, because that's why I always feel like they try to milk it. But it's, okay, so in in
2: defense of Harry Potter on this one, if they had, from the fourth book, started doing two-parters, I would have been okay with that. Like, the issue being, hey, it's the last one, let's milk this for as much as we can. That's one thing. But the fourth book was exceedingly long the fifth book, was even longer somehow. And they made those into of one-piece one movies, and you lost a lot of the story because of them. Now, movies being two-part, I'm not exactly opposed to, granted, you think about that this is already a two-part movie where we're watching right now, because Batman Begins leads into The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like, and there's no, there's no direct source material that all of this is from. Like, there's source material, the comic books, that this is from, but it's not like with BBS or whatever where they're directly copying or trying to copy certain stories. This one is supposed to be kind of its own take.
1: Okay, so you so if I if I pitched to you, hey, let's split the Dark Knight Rises into two parts, you want to be opposed to that. So I mean, I, I don't say, really like the Dark Knight Rises anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying, but on a grander scale, writing the story better, I told you we end part one with him breaking Batman's back. That is like the final shot you get like you know are you
2: still threatening to blow up the city like
1: yeah i don't know like it's
2: that that story has so many issues for me with with where it leads to i don't think two parts would have fixed it i feel like if in this movie they'd led more into um with the league of assassins being part of this or something like that because you realize you go from the first movie being about the of assassins. Attacking Gotham, try and fix it. Go to the second movie. Unrelated,
3: completely,
2: um, Joker comes in. We have Two-Face come in. Both of them are gone by the end of the movie. Yeah. And yeah, maybe the Joker was supposed to be in the next one. But regardless, they're both... We
1: gotta go with what, to, what we have now today.
2: Yeah. And then the third one, all of a sudden, goes back to... The first movies end. Like, it's it's Dark Knight doesn't fit into this trilogy compared to Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. But because The Dark Knight's a really good movie, it makes it seem like Batman being in, okay, it leads into The Dark Knight, sort of. But then The Dark Knight doesn't lead into The Dark Knight Rises. So,
1: yeah, because you got that. You remember when we, got, when, we were, uh, when we were like, oh my gosh, this movie's going to be so epic. And we're like, how many years has it been since you stopped being Batman? It's got to be a couple, right? They're like eight. I'm like, whoa, that's... that's, a, that's
2: a <laughs> You guys took a really big jump there. And <laughs> Well, the truth is, in the first movie, Batman was a vigilante to stop pretty much mobs. Like, he didn't have any real villain he was facing that he knew of until Ra's al Ghul came back.
1: And I, I feel like that was the level Nolan was trying to go with because, you know, you, you deal with the mob. Yeah, he had Scarecrow, but... He wasn't really super villain esque. He was working for the League. Yeah, but not to that extent. He had Roz, who, you know, they've been doing this for years. Even Bruce is like, How long have you been doing this? He goes, It's not the first time we burned Gotham down to the ground. You it's know? not even
2: that. It's not the first city. Yeah. I mean, they talk about how they I think they talk about how they're responsible for Rome or something yeah. like that. And you're like, Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So in this one, like, you get that sense of super villain from Joker, where Batman's like, I have, like, the mob is, like, they say in this movie, the mob is one thing, but. Some dude that's dressing up. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then
2: you go to The Dark Knight Rises, which has Bane come into the picture. Super villain. Yeah, you have an actual, like, super villain, and the League, but... then, um, Talia. Oh, and then Talia. And then Talia, <laughs> who... Who... I, the thing I really hate about Talia, the things I really hate about Talia, is she's not really portrayed as a strong, female character... And Talia is. And Talia is supposed to be, like, the most badass. And that's one of the things, is with, you know, the the thing with Talia and Bruce. They, you know, they have eh, a relationship. Yes, I know that she drugs him, and that's how she makes Damien. But they kind of have um, a good relationship, as he sees, they both see what the other is doing, and understands that one of them isn't going far enough. The other one's going too far.
1: Oh, you have Catwoman in Dark Knight as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. Selena. Well, there's Selena. Like,
0: my God, there is a lot going on. In that exactly. <laughs> and things.
1: And and think about this:
2: how many characters are return characters? Yeah. It's really just Scarecrow comes back, not even as Scarecrow, just Doctor Crane. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that would have been epic. Like if Heath didn't die. Like. I think that movie would have grown so much more with, um,
0: like, everybody returning. Like, everybody's back. Guess what? We lied about Two-Face. We've kept him underground, but he found his way to claw himself back up.
1: Well, and it's, I mean, I don't know. Because how epic would it be when Gordon is being dragged, you know, him and his unit, then all of a sudden, like, here's the judge. Instead of it being Crane, it's Mm -hmm. Two-Face. He's like, hi,
0: Harvey. And you're like, oh my god! <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah. Or he can
2: even just respond like, it's not Harvey anymore. <laughs> it's Two-Face. And he goes, let's your fate, and he flips the coin.
3: <laughs> yeah. No,
2: that's, that was the weird thing about Dark Knight, Rights, so that was, why is Dr. Crane the freaking the freaking um, what's it called? The the judge. Like, what sense does that make? They're, they're you have Two-Face as an established character, and Yeah, you said Harvey died, but that doesn't mean anything in these movies.
1: Yeah, you know, the League could have taken Harvey before they buried him and been like, his body
2: just disappeared. Which, I will say that's something that really annoys me about... Another of the various things that really annoys me about um, The Dark Knight Rises is you have that scene that's the hallucination of Roz with Bruce... And you're like, could you not like have just
1: put the Lazarus Pit in, like, Mm. explain? Because that's. that's... I, I read something about that though. Why Nolan did not do that, because Nolan is all about keeping it so real that there's that he was suggested to him with um, David Sawyer. Or is Goyer, one of the one of the is it to his name, but because he's the one to help write the story, mm-hmm. he's like, We have the Lazarus pit, and then he's like ah. But why even bring him back in
2: a hallucination then? Yeah. Like you're teasing that anyway. And you're like, cool like it would just and yes, it might not a hundred percent be realistic, but at the same time neither is you getting your spinal cord that has been broken fixed by someone punching it into place. Yeah. <laughs> like um, I don't know. And, and think about how many times after that happens he goes to climb up the wall and falls and pulls his and backs his back in a way that probably would have broken the already injured back but well
1: net but well but the but, the thing that makes it epic is when he finally does make it and the chant what, what was the chant? Rise. rise. Yeah, rise but it was like
2: it's whatever they were speaking it in but it, I don't know it's I don't know. And then it's just the uh, the Dark Knight we should we should do the Dark Knight
3: Rises next. we're just
2: gonna complain about it the entire time
1: I don't like, know I, like I, we're
2: gonna I, watch be like I don't remember that oh yeah because I don't care about remembering this movie
1: I'm gonna probably watch it now like I keep saying that I'm gonna probably watch it now and now I'm gonna be like oh my gosh Flix that movie is so beautiful I was so wrong and you're gonna be doing what you're doing right now and shaking your head because I usually do that to you yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I, it's, uh, it's just, it's not even the same movie by the end when you watch, um,
1: I think it's more, it's, if you look at the tone of these movies, I get the tone from Batman begins. Cause it's a little bit more comic booky ish style movie that they were doing then mm-hmm. to this one being that real, like, Oh, we're kind of like, we're not in sets anymore. We're in the actual streets. You know, it's, more realistic looking and then for some reason the tone of dark knight rises is so, like it like it's the, so weird it, it, the coloring is weird it's a it lot more too. saturated yeah, yeah.
2: It, and that was this is like the last batman movie that actually has like color to it yeah for this all of them have been really saturated i thought about something though what if when that train crashed and batman begins the league of assassins had found um raz al ghul's body brought it back, and something else that they grow with that mountain with the hallucinating drug they have, is also something that when mixed with, um, water has a regenerative properties. Mmm. Which then, that's the Lazarus pit. Is he what, like, if you're dead, dead, you're gone. Okay, that's one thing. But if you're in critical con- condition and put in that, you, um, you can still, it will heal you from almost any injury. Like, cellular regeneration is something that they could bring into this and still be realistic and then you have rosal go back that's why hollywood needs us but it's just it's (laughs) it's just annoying that you go as far as to hire Liam neeson for the part bring Liam neeson back and so it's also funny for joker's plan if if harvey had flipped heads or (laughs) tails or whatever yeah tails um, Joker's plan would have stopped working, <laughs> but we never see the coin. Well, you know it's tails, though. Are you? I mean, you know it's heads. Do we though? Yes, because he's looking at him like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna break what this says? Are you gonna actually shoot me anyway?"
1: I I've always took that as like a mystery of maybe he's like, you know what, clown? I could kill you. He flat
2: out shoots Ramirez or yeah, flat out shoots that's the difference
1: that's different Joker though. <laughs> and yeah, the person said the worst things. <laughs> he told him the absolute truth of like, hey, I'm you know, I'm gonna push you over sanity, but do you really think I'm wrong? So I'm putting this gun to my head. Either or you have an option to blow my head off right now.
2: Yeah, but he still doesn't. Like it's it's the premise is from this point forward. <laughs> you see you see Harvey, right?
1: You didn't give me as much of a start as you said you would. This asshole
2: um, I
1: was always wondering how oh wait no, yeah, cause um, He jumps in the
2: back of this. That yeah. was one of Joker's goons pulling him in.
1: Um uh, Man, this looks so good on your TV. <laughs> I don't know if I can go back to like go back to my TV. like my TV's good, but your TV oof. I don't know. It's. I heard that Kevin Smith has a uh, over a hundred, a uh, uh, hundred and six inch TV.
2: There's bigger. I mean, there's there's one that is called the Wall, which is gigantic. There's also. Um, you guys sell the Wall? No, that's only through the company that makes it directly. Okay. I don't want to chill for anyone. Okay. Yeah. Don't. So, don't. I'm just
1: saying. I'm like. Because.
2: <laughs> and if you can buy custom TVs, I remember I remember seeing something before um the FIFA World Cup a few years back in Brazil somebody bought like a 250 inch TV yeah. but it's just my i mean this already this is only a 65 and it already takes up enough space
1: yeah cuz like i it, the, when i move on uh, blah, 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 when i upgrade like i want a big one but i want it to be more theater based you know mhm uh-huh. Well, and that's
2: I I don't know I've I've told you a thousand times, and I'm sure I've told people listening to this a thousand times. If I could have my own theater like set up with like like stadium style seating and a projector like a good quality projector into a room, that'd be that'd be really nice. It's probably where we would live. Well, that's, <laughs> it's it's the truth is I would I would probably be more okay streaming new movies like fresh in theater
1: movies if they were doing that because. You imagine how epic it would be, though, if we had that type of setup, and they're like, well, we caved in, we're going to put Black Widow on demand, and it would be like, oh, okay, cool, look, we have our own It's game. not even going to be on demand, it's going to be on Disney+, Plus probably. You remember
2: Mulan's coming to Disney+. Plus. But did
1: you hear about Mulan? What? How much are they going to charge you to watch Mulan? Oh, they're going to charge you to watch? $30. It? Wow. Yeah, Um. it's going to be in, let's see, we're in August, September, mm-hmm. and I don't know how it's going to work, though, because... Unless you click on it, then it charges your account. But yeah, it's going to be $30 a. To... I wonder how many kids
2: are accidentally going to charge their parents at that point. <laughs> That's
1: what we said. That's where we're like, all right, well, when that movie comes out, we're going to tell uh, the little one, do not get Mulan. Don't touch Mulan. You can watch the cartoon, but... <laughs> See, okay, so here is
2: the thing. is I completely understand movie theaters getting pissed off for people doing that.
3: Yeah.
2: Um... Like, oh, you know, we have this kind of unwritten agreement that when a big movie comes out, it's going to come to theaters first, so that we can make money. I get that, and it's if it won't weren't for COVID, there would probably there would never have been this issue. Like, mm-hmm. this wouldn't have been one of those things. Well,
1: did you hear AMC finally caved? What? <laughs> they're actually going to have universal, universal yeah. movies? Yeah. <laughs> it's just because they're already on the brink of maybe being one of those chains that go away, but they're like this. Yay, Universal! You know, it's like... But it's, it's you know, you think
2: of... Um, you think of all these, these movies, like, Trolls. Like, who really cared that much? Like, <laughs> was that gonna be a big thing for Universal? But then you look at something like Fast 9. Yeah. And like,
3: that,
2: that's gonna be... Huge. That's gonna be huge. That's gonna make... Probably at least a billion.
1: Yeah. I, do you know what I realized? Did you take back your ticket to get a refund? I think I did. I didn't take back mine. Huh. <laughs> so I was thinking of framing it so you <laughs> could ever, forever have that memory. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, no, that's the movie we're doing next. We're going to do Fast, uh, Fate of the Furious.
1: Yeah, Fate of the Furious, then we have, wait. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, yes.
2: What was your wait? Were you going to say Hobbs and Shaw comes before Fate of the Furious? <laughs> No, I was
1: thinking about I was like was there another one, but No, we
2: already did seven. So Oh
1: no, there's that imaginary one I made in my mind. Yeah, the
2: one the one with Han that yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um
2: But no, it's 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 that I understand why why movie theaters be annoyed. And I understand why streaming services want not streaming services, uh companies want to be releasing these movies still. But you think about it. 2021 is going to be a pretty like... Huge cruddy. year. It's going to seem to be a pretty cruddy year for movies if all of them are being released on demand this year. Right. Yeah,
1: like uh, I heard that they finally pushed back Tenet indefinitely, so that might not even see the light of day until next year. Mm-hmm. And they, they, Bill they, and Ted's coming out at the end of this month. Yeah, because I think, I think that movie was so like low-budget-ish, but not low-budget-ish, you know, to get away with that. Yeah. because it, so also a
2: note sorry we're at the part where um they're talking about people uh leaving the city and they're like yeah no we had all these cars or we had our people check up and down that none of the bridges were rigged with explosives but nobody will go on it i would have gone on it if, <laughs> the, if, the police, if the police are going hey okay checking 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 okay we've completely checked this bridge there are no explosives i'd be like are you sure Yes, I would take this bridge.
1: I think it's just to show how stupid we become when chaos happens. Yeah,
2: um, look at twenty
1: twenty. <laughs> like, I think this is a really good reflection of that. So it's
2: kind of funny to me to think about, like, the next pandemic movie to come out. Like, what's that gonna be like? Because they're oh, already
1: coming out with them though, right now.
2: Well, no, 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 no. but like post twenty twenty. Like, I really want to, I if I could direct a movie at this point in time, it would be a pandemic movie that, that is as realistic as possible, showing how the United States has responded to this whole thing. <laughs> and have it be like, you, you remember Reef for Vendetta? Yes. You I love the, you for Vendetta. I love for Vendetta too. But do you remember when they're talking about the United States? Um, it's kind of a throwaway line, but like, the U.S. is pretty much burning at this point in time because yeah. a plague came out. Yeah. That the British were able to find a cure for, but they kind of used religion as a reason not to give it to America. Yeah. And then America's just burning. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's a little more foreboding now than it used to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've always looked, you know, with this pandemic and everything, with disaster movies and stuff like that our government and those movies never handle it in any proper way. <laughs> They're always like, monsters are coming? Whoosh,
0: come on, General, are you thinking? That's crazy. <gasps>
1: Holy crap, there's a
0: damn monster outside our place. <laughs> Gosh, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: Or like... Which is, but that's also funny because like, there's a secret government organization with Monarch or international organization with Monarch that are handling things really well.
1: Well, I'm taking like movies like uh, 2020. Shh. I ain't gonna listen to no stupid Mayans. Those not twenty twenty. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Like we're not gonna listen to Mayans. The Mayans and their calendar. Game. Oh God, why is there a big wave coming towards? You?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: no, but it's and it's
2: it's that they had already been setting up the ark too, and but it's just not not that level. Cause man, I watched I watched a funny video the other day about it's like if there was a zombie outbreak in the U.S. And it's making fun of the current pandemic, mm-hmm. which I th- I honestly think that's what that movie would be. It wouldn't be a serious like thriller. Be a pandemic movie, that would be a comedy.
1: Yeah, because it is kind of comical how all this unfolded. Okay. Because it was like, no, it's gonna go away. But it, um, it would be uh,
2: it would it would be like there's like five friends who are super not super intelligent, but they're they're intelligent people, and. The virus evidently is like
1: a stupid virus or something like that. Well, I find it crazy, too. It's like we watched a movie the other day uh, on Shudder, ironically enough, and it was a Zoom movie, so all on Zoom, but it dealt with ghosts. But in the movie, they're like, yeah, we're all staying inside. We're all here on Zoom together just because of the pandemic, you know. Now we're slowly, like, making these movies, and I'm kind of like, wow, I really hope next year I don't get a." shit ton of crappy zoom (laughs) noise.
2: yeah well and it's it would be I would want it to be more of an actual one and it would be post this like that's kind of the point but it's it's not to say that humanity is stupid and doesn't deserve to be saved it's the way that some people view certain things Um, the, the joke thing I was watching the other day like with the zombie outbreak it's these two guys well it's the same guy but it's he's talking there's two two people Sitting next to this window, and they look outside, and there's just like zombies out there, and they like, "Oh man, we just need to shelter in place. We're gonna be fine," and it's just like
1: it just slowly outbreaks
2: and. Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's like a minute and a half video. Oh. Like the the person sitting next to him is like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out." I'm like, "Whoa, what?" it's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go out. I don't wanna stay inside." Like, dude, no. We need to stay inside. There are zombies out there. And he's <laughs> okay. like, no, no, I, I'm gonna go out. I want to do things. I'm an adult. I'm gonna go outside. And he, um, he's like, okay, well, at least wear these headphones. Evidently, the zombie virus is transmitted through your ears into your brains. But if I wear headphones, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Well, yeah, but it'll stop the zombie virus. Why don't you play
1: some music?
2: <laughs> well, no, don't no, 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 no. know. he's just like do I have to wear it like whenever I'm out? I was like, well, yeah. like That's uncomfortable. That's not, I'm not going to do that. That's against my rights. He's like, well, what are you talking? It has nothing to do with your rights. It's about being a self selfless, caring person. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm going to go to the beach now. I was like, wait, what?
3: Yeah. Like,
2: it's, it, it, it's better than
1: that, obviously. I'm I was going to say, I was I like, it. this movie sounds interesting.
2: It's not a movie. It's a little, it's I just know. a parody of what's going on. Like, um,
1: but here, I would say, this this right here, when the debate with the bombs, is this is definitely America. We're like, oh, well, they had their time. You know? <laughs> There's like, my favorite parts when he comes, he's like, give me it. You should have done what you did about five minutes ago. And he's just like, he throws it away. I
2: also like how it's the kids. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Do we even see Barbara in this?
1: No, we... No, even when... We get to the scene where um, where Rachel died. We don't see the daughter. Do- we see the daughter, but we don't see- we see the kid more than mm-hmm. we see the daughter. Which is funny because well, the, the son. Because I re- I
2: like part of me part of me's curious if um if they they had the intent because this is another thing that's wasted if you have Barbara if you if you have the idea that he has a female daughter which we're going to assume is Barbara yeah. Like, maybe you don't want to show her that much in this movie because if you, in case you hire another actress for her in the next movie, you want it to be a little more, um... Ooh,
0: that would have been a good setup. Like, in that eight-year span that Bruce is gone, all of a sudden, Gordon's like, there's some
1: female bat running around, you know...
2: I I think it would have been better if it had been the tail end of it when things started to get bad again. Nah. If Bart, but you need to introduce her. Like, that's the problem.
1: Hey, Gordon, what did you... Would you have a daughter? Oh, you have kids? Wait, what? <laughs> I've never had bring your daughter to work day. I've always just brought my son.
2: <laughs> why would you? Why would you ever bring your kid to the Gotham PD at all? I
1: don't know, but you imagine that's such a like that would be like Gordon's like somebody in HR is like, "Here, Gordon, we're having a uh, bring your uh, kid to <laughs> GCBD day." And you're like,
2: "Why?" Hey, we're having bring your kid to Arkham day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And they get to interact with the inmates and do coloring and. Yeah. <laughs> I, I in this part I really like where he where he had where he screams, I have to save death.
2: He feels responsible for what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. It's again this movie. This movie is so well done for the next one to be so bad.
1: Uh, I do like this uh, plan of Joker's where he, it's like he, it's like oh crap Alfred, <laughs> the the people. With the, the yeah, the people in
2: masks are the good people. <laughs> it's the people that aren't in them that are the bad ones. Uh, until they get to one of the floors. Yeah. But I like how it takes out the SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I... Uh, this is the one, like, this is the one kind of mirrored scene. Granted, there aren't really any hostages in the other one. Yeah. But... BBS's scene, like the uncut version when he saves Martha, yeah. Versus this scene, I do still kind of like the BVS one. It's a little more brutal. Oh my god, yeah. But it's also the problem being that they're kind of willing to kill. <laughs> like that's. Well, didn't he
1: snap someone's neck back? <laughs>
2: no, he stabs them Yeah. <laughs> Like, someone stabs him, and he takes the knife back and just
1: stabs I him. remember seeing that scene. I'm like, oh, this is the Batman I've always wanted. Just straight brutal. Get shot. When the- <laughs> well, and its I don't know. The problem with that one is the killing. Yeah.
2: Like, and it, it's especially because there's nothing established that, like, was good enough.
1: Well, he was twenty, been 25 years in the game. Wouldn't you have enough? <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: I I still if it's one of those he makes that statement in the movie about we've been doing this for over twenty years, Alfred. How many how many friends have we had and how many of them stayed that way? Well, you're like you're no better if you're killing people. That's kind of always been the purpose.
1: Yeah, and that's why I really I, I like you know even though I do like killing Batman. Don't get me wrong. I love killing Batman. Um, this Batman I like is because. With the Joker, he doesn't let him die. Like oh. he, he still has that. Well, he'll let the dog die when he. Throws him down. Oh.
3: <laughs>
0: Batman, you dick! Oh, dude.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's.
1: I, it's just so funny too. Like if I after this, after the hostages get saved and whatnot, and if I was Gordon, I'd be like. You guys are getting paid how much and you're taken down by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need a whole new SWAT.
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's it's still, maybe that's what happened in the next movies. I got rid of all the cops from this, so everyone else in the next movie is just stupid. Oh, yeah, and then they brought in Homeboy, remember?
1: They get killed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was sad. Well, kind of, because we really got no backstory with it whatsoever. Yeah, you're like, you care about this character? Why? Because she's gonna die later on. (laughs) Yeah, you're like,
3: I don't know.
2: That was that. We should probably watch that
1: movie at some point (laughs) soon, just because. Maybe how about we watch it on our separate times? Compare. I don't want to waste my time. Well, I'm just saying, we watch it on our times, then we come back and we watch it together. I still don't want to waste my time watching that. Oh my goodness! This is for research. This is for podcasting.
2: It's I don't know. It's still not really worth it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say it's, that. It's,
2: I don't know. It's one of those things that if if outside of Popflix, I never watched uh, the Dark Knight Rises again. I don't know if I'd ever care. I mean, I own it,
1: and it's just I don't know. This part is so cool. Ah, oh. oh! There goes my leg. Uh, uh, oh, my uh,
0: groin. One oh. of us should have grabbed a bar first. <laughs> oh, and I, every
1: time I watch this, I always look like, nope, nope, none of them hit the side side. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny,
2: earlier, something that I actually missed until I watched it this time, and I watched this movie a lot, which is kind of weird, but when um, Maroney's getting in his car, you, you see three people go to get in the car, like, and on the very side of the screen, you see the guy get taken out from behind. And it's because that's Harvey getting in the car instead. Like, he takes out the guy and gets in the car instead. And... It's just because of your TV. We can notice (laughs) it. But, um... um, Here here comes the weird animal cruelty. I will never kill, but I will throw a dog. I will never never take an innocent life. Or yours. But the dog, he had it (laughs) coming.
1: Yeah, no, there goes one dog there no, goes two, two dogs Be
2: funny, the SWAT guys were just like holding down dogs
1: just started falling <laughs> on them but no it's. I honestly wish this fight was a little bit longer like I, I feel like now we finally got Joker and Batman like going at it mm-hmm. after rewatching it for the billion time, I was like man I wish this fight was longer
2: I love this scene though oh yeah give me that I'm gonna do what you should've done five minutes ago so I said earlier <laughs> we did talk about we like the scene. I didn't say you were wrong for liking the scene. I thought you're like I, I do the voice better than you do. <laughs> no. I like this actor though. The guy, not him. Debo. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's he's I I'm sure he's a very nice person, but he looks so freaking intimidating that it's like he was born to be an actor.
1: Yeah. He, um. And this asshole. Oh, yeah? You gotta get your hands dirty, then he pussies out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's,
2: it's... I mean, that's the big moral dilemma. It's not a question of if the community votes to do it. It's the person who has to choose to take that life. Like... You could... I mean, you could be in a group of, you know, 10,000 people all given a vote as to if someone should live or die. And if you are the one who has to
1: take that life, that's... Hmm. Okay, how about, how about this? Um, what would you have done in this situation? If you were on the ferry just going, you know, trying to get out of Gotham, you know there's thugs in the other place, what would you do? If you had to make the choice, like, right now? Yeah. <laughs> Even though he threw that out the window. I mean...
2: To be fair, it's the question of how well you're being watched. Because what I would recommend people do is... Jump off the boat. Jump off the <laughs> boat. And, and once we're clear, I would tell the other boat, like, do it. <laughs>
0: we'll trick <you."> him. <laughs> but it's, but, I, mean, it's, it's I,
2: I don't think I have the capacity to turn a switch knowing that it's going to take... A bunch of people's so lives because like they're like oh well it's a bunch of criminals over there what about the cops on that what about the guards on that are the
1: criminals that are not like high <laughs>
2: dang it i chose the wrong time to not pay my parking
0: fine <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's why i love this scene so much because they're like the, the morality of it and how both sides decide not to kill each other but at the same time i'm thinking the prisoners that are actually on that thing they're like Man, I'm here for like I got caught with like a bag of weed. Like I sure. <laughs> Not
2: even that. I just I
1: parked in front of a fire hydrant and couldn't pay it off. Not my fault because Bruce Batman was cr- cruising through and he hit my car and yeah. moving slightly enough in front of that hydrant.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, the Batmobile actually launched my car into a building and I couldn't remove the car, so I got fined.
1: <laughs> he blew up most of the car, but not the license plate. <laughs> be the
2: funniest thing though if. <laughs> be the funniest thing though if uh, Batman like had Alfred keep track of all of the damages he did. He's like Alfred, I need you to keep a camera all around me all the time, and when something breaks, I I need you to pay that person for it under a secret thing. So I'm not causing undue
1: damage. Which Alfred already is, in like,
2: <laughs> well, that was that was okay. So one of the best things I saw was, um, it's like a meeting of Batman's Rogues Gallery,
1: yeah,
2: and it's like the person behind it all, and it's Alfred, and he's just like, Master Bruce came back wanting to fight crime, and instead of having him fight hardened criminals that were just gonna shoot him, I decided I'd hire a bunch of actors
3: <laughs> to be the
2: Riddler, the Joker, and all of this, and. All of their goons are just, you know, hired actors, and I pay them to keep Master Wayne entertained. That's so
1: fucked up. (laughs) It is, but it's just, you think of it, you're like, I cannot look at it any other way, bro. (laughs) But how about, like, as well as there's where all of a sudden Bruce is there and they're like, "Um, hey, uh, Mr. Wayne, do we have an outstanding balance account here? Like, what is critical damage? Like,.
2: That's that's actually what the guy in the beginning of this movie has been doing, yeah. uh, keeping the trust fund in order is just paying off all of the things he's destroyed. <laughs> that, he sends like a
1: message to Bruce at the end, he's like, Hey, by the way, I think you owe a lot of people money. <laughs> I think your company's gonna go under after you can pay all these people.
2: <laughs> well it's you wonder like at what level does it come his damage that he's doing, at what level does it become Others, because, you know... Well, even the city, because... Like,
3: <laughs>
2: well, but, like, when that helicopter gets taken down earlier in the movie, is Batman going to pay for that? Like... That's, I don't know. I, I do... One of the things that I really do like about Bruce Wayne in continuity, though, in kind of regards to that, is that Bruce himself, in a lot, in a lot of the... same, I mean, not everything, but in a lot of things, especially when it's normal life, not crazy life going on, but he heavily invests in the Gotham PD. He, he he invests
1: a lot in Gotham because remember is. in Dar- I remember in Dark Knight Rises the like the orphanage orphanage you know the orphans are getting orphanages. God why can't I say the word you say it. orphanage yeah are, sh- are shutting down why because they were all funded by Wayne Foundation now Wayne Foundation has no money mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no and that's and it's
2: just
0: orphanage 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 okay
2: either way um but it's like. He pays for, okay, there's the girl. I, I always forget the girl is even here, honestly. But you really don't see her. You don't. And that's that's what I was saying is if that had been the thing is the entire time they were keeping her secret to have her come back as that girl, that would have been
1: cool. But that never happened. So. Ooh, you know what would be really cool? Like right here, he grabs the daughter. it would be our first time seeing her. And he's like, it's going to be okay, Barbara you know that, that's yeah, a nice little introduction it just
2: seems so weird that he he for from now on barbara's got that little problem of oh my dad cares more about my brother than i do <laughs> or than me evidently
1: because that's the favorite but the little idea of her of him saying barbara is far exceeding and far better than oh why don't you use your maiden name oh robin yeah robin's a cute name. <laughs>
2: Her, her name is Barbara Batgirl Gordon,
1: Barbara so she bat- starts
2: using her middle name, and when she starts fighting crime, that's, that's Nolan's train of thought.
1: How did you come up with Batgirl as her middle name? The 70s.
2: <laughs> Crazy times. Yeah. My, my wife actually dressed as a bat and we procreated to make her... That would have been the 70s. This movie came out in, what, like, 08, 07? That would have been... Gosh, at this point in time, she'd probably be, like, 14?
3: Yeah.
2: So that would have been the 90s still?
1: (laughs) Oh, the 90s. Yeah. No, um... You really don't want to show that actress painting. I told you, that's what I was saying.
2: But it would have been interesting, though, if in the next movie there was a Batgirl, and her, her spark to try to, like, train herself to fight crime is that her family got abducted like this. And
1: unless we didn't introduce, um... Catwoman? Yeah. And Anne Hathaway be Barbara? Yeah. I know that's a far stretch because she is a lot older than, than an 8 yeah. span for this man. Yeah. You would, would need like a 19,
2: 20-year-old actress at this point in time. Yeah. And I don't know. That, um, that
1: would have make sense, though, if they did that. You know what I mean? Like Barbara's Honestly,
2: now looking at it, I never thought about it before, but looking at it now, it makes a lot of sense that Christopher Nolan... Would have been setting up for that, which makes the fact that he didn't do it even worse. I hate that our fat rises more now.
1: Yeah. Hey, thank you. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I thought I was like, oh man, and Hathaway is Batgirl. You know, that would have been cool. Yeah. I she wasn't an alright catwoman, but that's her fine. her premise in that story was kinda like She was too whiny, in my opinion. I don't remember. That's that's the problem. Like <laughs>
2: she almost all the time she spent just complaining about things. And then, like, oh, no, I'm she... not gonna help you with this. Oh, even Wayne doesn't even go poor the same way the rest of us do. Oh, um, you guys sit up here on your ivory tower. You know, there's a storm coming.
1: You're like, quit complaining. Well, hasn't she hasn't. Yeah, a storm coming, Mr. Wayne. I did like that line. Okay. Damn it, Mike. <laughs> Now I'm just pushing myself. That shows
2: movie. how bad the movie is that you can't remember anything <laughs> from it. It's funny, it's like the Dark Knight
1: trilogy is my life. Well, what about the third one? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the, the Dark Knight two parter is my thing. Oh, so Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises? What the hell is Dark Knight Rises?
1: That's like the people who complain about the prequels. There's no. There's nothing before the New Hope, you know. <laughs> it's like Casey. Every time I bring up, like, oh, Phantom Menace is so great, and, and uh, Revenge of the Sith, he Goes, I've never heard of those movies. And I'm like, oh yeah. Ha, see, ha, ha. see. To be fair, there is only one
2: movie, and it, it's it's because of the movie sort of itself, like everything you mixed into it. It's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but it's it's one of those. I will accept that the prequel trilogy exists, I'll accept that the sequel trilogy exists, even that middle one that you don't particularly like. But it's, it's that they went back and went, hey, let's make a new Indiana Jones, and then made one movie, didn't go anywhere with it, and haven't done anything since.
1: I have a fun fact after we finish this, I'll tell a story after this movie's over, about the Indiana Jones 4 movie, that I think you'll find fascinating. Mm -hmm. Do you really think this fall would have killed him? I mean, (laughs) I mean, any fall over like a foot could probably kill you. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking maybe it's just because he was a little bit more fucked up, you know, with his uh, burns and whatnot. That's why he died so easily, falling that far. I
2: mean, could you imagine having like (laughs) a really, a really, really bad burn on like your left arm, falling like five feet onto your left arm? I'm not talking like, oh, it's a slight sunburn. I'm talking like the skin is peeled and you're in constant agony anyway. Yeah. Like. I mean, he's a G, though. ah! I've never
1: seen him take any pills or anything.
2: That was the (laughs) point, though. That's what Gordon said. He said that you're in constant pain, but you refuse medication.
1: (coughs) Um, Because that would have been funny if he did pop some pills. they just go out of the side of his mouth. (laughs) 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 Hump. Well, he did have that alcohol. Well, had it that shot. slipped
2: out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> or he just drank it dirty. I don't actually know 100 on that one. But um, we bet it all
1: on him. I'm like, well, you guys should have not done that.
2: Could we have bet on the Batman instead?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bruce yeah. Wayne's rich enough; he can get plastic surgery to look like Harvey Dent. Yeah, see, Bruce Wayne died.
1: That's some hush stuff right like <laughs> there, but in reverse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alfred, I need you to make all of my money or move my entire will to Harvey Dent, but do it secretively. Oh, that would be weird though. Like then, like Bells out
1: of the role. Yeah, he's <laughs> having a Eckhart playing it. Eric <laughs> <Harry> Eckhart's Batman. <laughs>
2: Gosh, I don't know. I don't know how good of shape he was in at this point in time, but he would have had to
0: get in a lot better shape. Oh yeah, look at the lawyer. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: you die hero, you live long enough to see yourself become
2: the villain. Which is actually a pretty good line for Batman in the other movies, the Snyder ones, is you're like, yeah, well, he's just a villain now,
1: honestly. I... It was so funny though. It's was like, when he's like, I killed those people, I'm like...
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You, you think about it, and you're like, anyone who knows your M.O. in the slightest isn't going to believe that. You, you realize that, right? You've never even gone. And used to I'm
1: the biggest backer for you when it comes to all this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now I'm going to be like, no,
0: he's, he's he's a straight stone cold.
1: But Gordon, you said, like, he, you trusted the bat. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why in the next one, it weighs on him so heavily. That's why he's like, he has that note around, and Reads it. I also like how he's
2: swinging for the metal part of it instead of the glass part. Because he doesn't want
1: to break it. He's like, I hey, spent my money on this.
2: This is <laughs> actually my own donation.
1: <laughs> hey, guys, we really don't need this smash but I paid for this. yeah <laughs> sure. This is why we live in that real shitty, like, two-story apartment. Because <laughs> I bought this bad single. <laughs> I still haven't told her. <laughs> sure.
2: My wife just thinks I was getting my check stipend for something. I never explained that I would actually just paid for that.
1: <laughs> because that's a lot. Because the first one, it shows up. That's a lot to tell the city. Hey, I need a, I need a light at the top of the building.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because that's how this movie starts, Those when they're just like, what about that nightlight you guys got on top of uh, GCPD? Well, if you want to talk to our... Um, electricians about faulty electricity you're welcome to
1: and it's so funny like after i watched batman begins and i watched this mm-hmm. it's like that roof is like so small and batman begins and it goes to the roof and that's what i was like that roof's a lot bigger than it should be mm-hmm. uh, you
2: know it'd be something i might do is is and we can discuss this at some other point but it does seem like there were some hints in this movie of what could have happened with the dark knight rises but for some reason they just we're in a totally different way. Like, I, I don't know why they felt they needed to shoehorn the League of Assassins into the third one. But there are so many other villains that you could have put in there that might have made him come back. And it wouldn't have had to be the Joker. Boom.
1: The Dark Knight. Dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I just, it's, it's just so weird to finish this one... And with then, thinking of
1: the other movie. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But
2: it's it's so weird to finish this oh, one. on *Squid Esquire
1: So I remember.
2: But it's so weird to f- finish this movie with such like s- such a strong thing, and the next movie they're just like, yeah, we're gonna crap all over it. Like, I just I like this movie, and it's that's one of the reasons I don't like *Bill Finger* 2 Um, it's one of the reasons I don't like. Wait, the Dark I mean, Bill Finger was No, credited. it wasn't. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, wait, when it, did it, they go it back it and said, change that? No,
1: I was like, the first time Bill Finger gets credited is BBS, which I don't think was. <laughs> no,
2: it was Bob Kane. You know? Okay, and that's I just added, and Bill Finger. <laughs> I got um. excited too. I was like, "Did they go back and fix all these?" This, I've had this longer than that. There's no way they could have gone back.
1: This is a physical it. copy. Like, no, your TV updated. Your TV it. <laughs> it just, it just
2: in like slightly off font below it. It writes it in
3: there
2: like
1: that. solid marker. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna say, uh, so quick story. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, what you were talking about with uh, the Kingdom of hey, the Crystal Skull. Skull, so that scene with the lead. Fridge and whatnot, the infamous... In the original Back to the Future script, because... Uh, uh, what was his name? Plays Dougie in Sixteen Candles. Um, Dead Zone, uh, blonde Hair kid, dorky.
2: Okay, from... Um... Of the Rat
1: Pack. Because he was trying to go up... Well, I'll do quick search. He was trying to go up for Marty as well. And the script that he, ta- he did an interview, and the script that he read for Back to the Future far different from what we saw on this big screen. So in this version, Marty is, um, the the big finale is he, the thing needs plutonium and needs radioactive. So he goes to a plant and he finds out that uh, in order to get the thing kickstarted was they needed Coke to put into the fuel system so the Coke can go. And it was the 60s, you know, well, 50s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back then Coke was a big thing. It was all, you know, so he grows, stills the thing in Coke and are we talking cola or cane cola okay so sorry there was
2: just when you're talking about the 60s and coke there's there's two things it could be
1: yeah and in the script was this thing he's marty then realizes oh shit this thing's radioactive and it's gonna explode so it can get the time machine and him back where it needs to be he goes to a house finds well no he finds a lead fridge because it's lead and this was all spielberg's idea and they never used that in the movie, but lo and behold, Spielberg held on to that idea mm-hmm. until he put it in the, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And I wonder if that was his his advantage point for George. He's like, fine, I'll do that. But can I have my scene where I can? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not even just that that bothers me. And also, it's the guy who plays the brother in Two and a Half Men,
1: right? Oh. That's who you're talking about? No. I thought that was Dougie. No, it's not Dougie. He was part of the rap pack. I don't remember that dude, but was he? Was he? We'll see. I, I might be wrong. Two and a half men. You know, I never really got into that show. Me neither. Do, 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 do. We're looking up two and a half men right now. Oh, that's what you're looking up. Oh, John Cryer. Doo
2: doo
0: do, doo do. mm, up. You know. Yeah, and maybe him, so on uh, Back to the Future.
1: Yeah, it was him, John Cryer from Two and a Half Men. See? Yeah, you're right. Recalls a very different Back to the Future ending when he auditioned for Marty McFly, while Ben Stiller even tried to go for the role of Marty. Uh, was brief in his uh, recollection of auditioning to play Marty. Uh, Cryer wanted to discuss some of the differences in the script he read at the time. Yeah, Like, there was really no doc and whatnot, so... It's just crazy when you hear those evolutions of movies.
2: Well, it's it's always... It's fun. Like, that's one of the best parts about special features on movies is... When you go through them and you get to see what's happened. Like, you you see how far the creative process can move from one thing to another.
0: Oh, that'd be so fun for us. Yeah.
1: Jumping in Back to the Future. (laughs) I'm still against the fourth one, but they want... Everyone, like, uh, Christopher Lloyd... He wants to do a fourth movie and final movie, and I'm like, I'll be down with that, but I don't know. I I feel like the
2: issue with doing doing movies so long after the premise of it, like if they had done it back in what was the nineties, late nineties. Well, if they, I mean, out yeah, in eighty five, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if they if they had done it back in like 05 of like the 30 years because they go back in time 30 years and they had a thing where they go forward in time like
1: yeah because back to the movie it was
2: 2015 yeah either way um like I'm okay with that to a point but they need to be doing it for the right reason if they're doing it to make money which (laughs) granted that's what Hollywood's all about no no but that's that's the problem with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull though is it doesn't have any of the heart or anything like that that any of the Indiana Jones movies have it doesn't end, you know, you can talk about um, Harrison Ford as an actor on a lot of things where, honestly, it seems like most of the time when he does things, nowadays especially, it's kind of for a paycheck. Yeah. Not that he really needs it necessarily, I don't believe. Well,
1: you remember that weird little, you remember this, where he went into that whole weird, like, I'm only taking serious roles. Yes, yeah. You know, Air Force One, The Fugitive, um, Blade Runner, no, Blade Runner. Clear and like, Present Danger. Yeah. 40 Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> that's why I love when that, movie, when that poster's in um, Fanboys. When they're driving like, Harrison Ford's the greatest actor ever, they go by that sign. <laughs> yeah,
2: but, and that's, but it's, you know, more and more recently it seems like he's been doing a lot of them for money, which is why we have Blade Runner 2049. Um, we have him in Star Wars again, and not necessarily in the greatest way in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> um and, it's, you, you, and he's still doing some good things, too. But you just look at it and go...
1: Still crashing planes. And...
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but you look at it and you go, if a movie's being made for the sake of someone thinks a generally good thing can come from it, that's one thing. If a movie's being made because Hollywood goes, it's been long enough, we can make another one and make some money off of it. Which, you know, that's, that's the dichotomy of Hollywood, is they need to make money to make movies. Well, that's any sequel in general. I know, but you, you look at. Let's talk about Star Wars. You look at Star Wars. Came out between. What is it, like 77 and 83. All three of the movies were out between that time. Mm-hmm. Then. Phantom
1: Menace
2: 99. Phantom Menace came out almost 30 years. Or, I was like. Oh, <laughs> I was like, 30 years. <laughs> 20 years later. Well, no, but you. You know, well, from the first movie, yeah. came out almost 30 years later. Yeah. Um, and you go, okay. Well, the original Star Wars was written, and then like later on it became Part 4, Part 5, Part 6. So, George has written an introduction to these with 1, 2, and 3. Cool, we'll go with that. You watch 1, you watch 2, you watch 3. Awesome! They tell a story, yeah, maybe not the greatest, but it is the one that George wanted to tell. Fine. I can accept those kind of movies being made that far away for that. Then you wait another, what is it? 15, 16 years, mm-hmm. and that's when Disney's um, got it. Disney's Disney like... gets it, and Disney goes. We want to start making new things. Which I'm gonna to have to bring it up. But Rogue One comes out. Rogue One. You look at it and go, Was this movie made because people genuinely thought something good was gonna come from it, a lot or to, to make good. money from it? It's more of a cash. No, no. But I'm also saying it's more of a cash grab movie compared to the first six.
1: Well, remember, like on the verge of Rogue One, one everyone was like. A lot of people were like, oh, I wonder if this is gonna do well, and it was one of those things Disney was like, and then it did do well, and then that's when Disney was like, oh hell yeah, we can just start Star
2: making Star Wars anything.
1: movies every yes. year. <laughs> and
2: then and then the Force Awakens, and then Solo, and then the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, sorry, then uh, the Last Jedi, then Rise of Skywalker, and you're going, okay, the mainline story movies kind of still seem like there's something someone's trying to do behind them. Mm -hmm. But then you look at all these other movies where... If we had movies that were taking place between episode 6 and 7... Like, if that that was the movies that were coming out, were between episode 6 and 7, I'd be a lot more okay with it, because the problem with Rogue One, the problem with Solo, is you're telling stories we already know the end to, Mm -hmm. one... Two, you made the Clone Wars saga, Rebels, and then Resistance. Resistance, all to fill in that gap of time. And, like, that's, that's why I genuinely like The Mandalorian, is I think The Mandalorian came out with a purpose of kind of giving a different perspective, because having watched Clone Wars, you know that The Mandalorians aren't doing great anymore. And, and it feels Star Wars, like, it genuinely
1: does, which I don't get that same feeling from some of these other things. Now, I rewatched The Mandalorian the other day, and I was like, well, I, I'm almost halfway through the season, and I'm just like, ugh, like, how, God, why didn't we put these guys on the sequel trilogy? Like, you know,
2: these guys love Star Wars. Well, and it's, it's the the thing that they're doing with The Mandalorian that I really kind of like, which this is something that DC could learn from, is that it's different characters, Oh yes, it's, it's different directors only like, per episode. Yeah, Tyke is part of that. Yeah, you know? that's why I'm excited to so see. Is Tyke Ron are... yeah. So is Howard. So is. Howard. Yeah, Dallas Bryce Howard. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce yeah. Dallas. Either way, um, she is um, Claire. Yeah, I just called her Claire. Claire. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, why can't I remember his name? Happy Hogan. Oh yeah, John Favreau. John Favreau, John Favreau. yes. He's t- he did the first one. He's god. Like, like, think about that, man. Well, but it's like, you look at these and it's... I, I will harp this to, to the point. A, a
1: series needs to have multiple directors. Mm-hmm. And Dave Filoni, who was part of the Clone Wars big time, mm-hmm. actually made his directional debut with The Mandalorian.
2: Mm-hmm. But, and it's, it's... You keep the same person for a long time, it kind of makes an issue, which is what DC's done with, with Zack Snyder. Or Christopher Nolan's thing either, because we love the first two Christopher Nolan Batman movies. The third one, it kind of seemed like he had plans, sort of. Especially now that I'm looking more deeply into it, I used to just watch it to watch it. I didn't really think much about it anymore. But like looking deep into it, you're like, wow, there's actually setup for a trilogy that never came to be. Well, when I
1: brought the Barbara thing, you were like, what Barbara thing? Like, I could
2: have sworn (laughs) I saw that he had a daughter, or at one point in time, his wife. Told, like, the wife was standing at the door and she told Barbara to go inside. Something like that. Yeah. And I didn't think about it that much. And I was like, I don't remember seeing this actress, which is why I think the problem was. And now you flat out find out they were blocking her face the entire time. I'm like, it's so they could add her, have a different actress, and there'd be no continuity. Like, that's not what she looked like.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: it would be to fit in that way. But it's it's still... It, it's It's... Chris Nolan doing all three. Zack Snyder doing all the ones he's done. Like you look at when they step away, when they let other people come in, it's better movies. And I, I wish the third of these Batman movies had been directed by someone else. Yeah. Like no, like it, it's it's you can take something that someone
1: else has done and make something better from it, or hey, make something good. Like, look but you gotta that. think though, look at the look at the space between the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. It's like four years. So. You know, but it's still that's enough. That's. Like the space in movie is eight years. Yeah. Like you <laughs> but that's the thing is like I'm like, why'd you go eight? Like I know you were not you know you were physically gone for four years since we said the last movie. Mm-hmm. Why it's the movies. Like you could tell me this was yesterday, and this mm-hmm. was tomorrow, you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, but it's it's also hearing that eight year gap, it really makes me think, Well if Barbara was like twelve, she'd be twenty. Mm-hmm. She would be an adult in college or whatever, and you could have that girl. Like, that time jump makes so much sense to me now on something that didn't pay off. I'm sorry I brought her down. You, you said <laughs> But it's, it's, oh. it's, I don't know. I, I think I think maybe I will... Nice, that was super loud, I'm sure. I know,
1: I know. I was like, as soon as I was drinking it, I could hear it in my ear. I was like, wow, that <laughs> <laughs> Um now he's just sucking off flicks. I know. You wouldn't be able to talk. Um, oh
2: <laughs> wait, didn't didn't my wife say to wait till she
1: got home? <laughs>
3: people are gonna take that
1: out of context. It was we'll just good... leave it in context. Let's <laughs> we'll just leave the mystery there. Um
2: but no, I think something I might do just just to throw it at you is
1: write my own third installment to this movie. Ooh. How about okay you don't have to rewatch the movie cuz you need to have a decent memory. How about I will watch The Dark Knight Rises. I will make my notes. You can write your version of The Dark Knight Rises and when we do a two-parter for The Dark Knight Rises we can sit and gibber jab, yeah? You don't think it would have been something that would
2: have been okay about these movies as well as if if eventually they did want to include Robin in it like make it? Something
1: that makes sense, like, <laughs> well, I, 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 there's a lot of parts in that movie that still hold, like, if I remember right, like, a, like, just a lot of the Alfred parts really get me. Um, and the little tidbits to try to tie it back to Batman Begins kind of get me, but overall, story wise, you're like, oh, okay, well, Bane's cool, but totally gets obliterated with Talia just being there because you're like, he's a bitch, you're like, because I just really watched uh, Batman and Robin, and I'm just like, he's. Poison Ivy's bitch, like, does anybody not grasp the concept of Bane? Yeah. This is why Bane's part of the main rogue gallery, because even though they did a great job with him in Cool. Yeah, him, they
2: make him an idiot, though. <laughs> like
1: that's, that's the thing, is Bane's introduction
2: is him outsmarting Batman. It has nothing to do with how strong he is. It's him outsmarting Batman. The long Halloween and all that is him pushing Batman by having so
1: many small things happen that Batman's trying long to... Halloween be- with Nightfall? Yeah, I mean, Nightfall. I thought that was part of the law of Halloween. Nightfall. Not, Nightfall is uh, the big one where they bring the Azrael in. Because that's when the, during the Nightfall is when Bane breaks Batman's back. I think you're getting two stories mixed
2: up. Either way. The the one where Bane breaks Batman is he has a lot of little things going on. Batman's spending so much time trying to do all of them, and then suddenly he's too tired to face Bane. Bane breaks him. Mm-hmm. Like, and it had nothing to do with the venom that Bane was using, but, you know... He's still super strong anyway. That's such a great,
1: like, I remember I remember when I read that, I was like, and I remember when I heard that Bane was going to be in this one, and I remember seeing the trailer and, like, when he picked up that, and I was like, oh, I'm, <gasps> I'm going to see
2: it. what was going to happen. But <laughs> at the same time, that was just a little fanboy payoff thing that meant nothing in the long
1: run. Like, That's But if I remember now, like, slowly coming back to me, that fight is so great. Because that's when they take the music down to bare minimum, and you actually hear them s- slugging it out. All mm-hmm. right. Um, you sold me, Mr. Dent. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it's, I mean, I understand that, Joe, that, sorry, that um, Heath Ledger's passing made a big difference for things going forward. Like, of course, they probably had something that brings the Joker into it if Heath Ledger doesn't die, but either
1: way like i, I will write it with the idea of the joker not being involved okay and i will watch it and probably come back on that episode and be like oh my gosh that movie was the greatest thing i've ever seen and then you're gonna be like ah, let me show you did, something did, really great and i'm like two the wicked shit